The Staff and Graph Podcast. This is weird. My lock's been drilled, so I open the door and my steering wheel is missing. You know what? You're trying very hard not to get sued. You can have all the talent in the world skating around, but if you don't have a goaltender, it does not matter. Top 10 lists are the worst. Welcome back to the Staff and Graph podcast. I'm Mike Stevens of Yahoo Sports, and sitting across from me is the future first female GM in the NHL and also a self-proclaimed Grinch, which is taken to an extreme this week because Rachel is not happy. Rachel, Dory, how you doing? I'm Grinchy. I'm oh, going boy. to shove your tree up your chimney. I don't have a chimney. And well, so you have a broken Christmas light, so I'm just going to take it back to my work. Okay? <sighs> okay. Things are going well today, You know folks. what's weird, too, is like you, Christmas used to be, or it still is, like my favorite holiday, I'd say. Like it's the best time of year, blah, 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 whatever. But like... This hasn't felt like Christmas at all this year. It, it feels like, so for me, like growing up as a very German kid, mm-hmm. Christmas is the biggest thing in Germany. Like there is nothing short other than the World Cup. Mm-hmm. There is nothing more important than Christmas. But like when my grandparents passed away, like Christmas just like wasn't the same anymore. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't been the same since. Yeah. Um, and so for me, like I'm, I'm kind of finding that Christmas is actually more difficult for me now mm-hmm. than it is enjoyable. Um, so we're starting then, off on a really bright note here, and then, which is great. Um, not to mention, like the pandemic kind of exacerbates the whole thing. Yeah. And so I really kind of epitomize the Grinch a little bit. No, you, you Something definitely happened do. that made me turn. Your heart got, grew three, or your heart's three sizes too small. Three is kind. It's cold and black. It's like the weather. Like this is it's it's been crazy. I haven't felt this hasn't felt Christmassy at all. I checked the calendar today. It's December twenty second. We are three days out. Normally, I'm like you know full. Like I I usually go all out. I'm full on that Christmas sweater. We probably would have like dressed up as Santa. Oh my god! Yeah. Today, like there's no snow. There's nothing. Remember the first. The first podcast we were doing, like festive wise, when we were doing our our Christmas wish list, I had Leafs Christmas sweater on. It was all festive. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Now it's like whatever. I got a, I got a Manscaped shirt on. I literally have a shirt that says "Your balls will thank you." Like it's it's the opposite of what Christmas was supposed to be like. But this is gonna be a fun podcast because yeah. we're gonna get into the NHL getting back. We're gonna you know there there are a couple headlines, not a ton, and then we sent out the call for you know. What would you ask Rachel and I if you were on a day with us? And we got so many responses. It's fantastic. So you're going to get to know a lot about us. It's just going to be fun. We're going to talk about maybe some hockey, maybe not. It's going to be a good time. Just This is like, you know, just gathering around the fire yes. with the family, cozying up and just Mike having... will undoubtedly... I will leave today in a better mood than mm-hmm. I came. Yes. That's my goal every time you get here. <laughs> I am owly today and i'm just a heads up i'm we're probably going to talk about you know i'm going to talk about star wars probably because the mandalorian season two finale happened and your boy cried a little bit um and uh, we're going to talk hockey it's going to be great it's going to be awesome headlines headlines today I feel like something big happened this week um something big happened i managed not to run someone off mm-hmm. the road earlier that today so can you take us through your journey your, your <laughs> pilgrimage here okay so i went to the oregon trail we yeah got going i went here. to physio slash cairo this morning because for those of you who don't know um and are new here i have a bad neck 
And by bad, I mean it's literally being used as a case study at the Canadian Memorial Chiropractic College. Um, and I was on my way back. And uh, we have a road in this lovely city of Toronto called Eglinton. It, as Mike just takes oh a deep my breath, Eglinton goodness. fucking sucks. So there's been construction there since I was like five years old. Yeah, I will. So tw like 20 years of construction. It's, it's still not even near done. The LRT started. So I went to North Toronto Collegiate Institute, which is the high school right at Young and Eglinton. So yeah. I spent my entire adolescent life basically around that. And it's just a joke. The LRT construction started when I was in grade 12, which was 2014. 2013, 14. Yeah. It is not even like close to being done, and we're in 2020. And the Allen, so I'm talking about the area of the, we have this Allen Parkway thingy. Mm -hmm. It's like a half a highway type yeah. deal. And there has been construction there from what feels Forever. like. Yeah, our entire our, life. our lifetime. So today yeah. it took me 17 minutes mm -hmm. to drive 1.3 kilometers, or for those of you in the US, one mile. Basically, man, slow down there, speed racer. Then I'm waiting to turn left to get off of Eglinton. Mm -hmm. And because the traffic is so backed up, people will just like drive through and block the intersection, which is always like not Terrific. annoying. And the no, 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 not so all. now the, the light is yellow mm -hmm. and it's it's actually now red. Mm -hmm. And I'm still waiting to turn because, of course, obviously, of course. and this lady just comes rip roaring as I'm like making the turn rip roaring right through the intersection. Yep. A, on a red light. B, the cars are backed up. Where the hell do you think you're going? And probably misses my car by five inches. Like, my all of my... I have the safety, mm -hmm. like, alert safety things on my car. Yep. And, that smat pack? And everything lit up. It was like, whoop, whoop, like, huge siren nonsense in my car. Scared the daylights out of me. And, of course, she went fucking nowhere it was right there so i rolled down my window and literally went what the fuck are you doing rachel's grandma we apologize <laughs> for this right off the hop I, it was at least it wasn't me who swore first so i was not pleased and she decided she was gonna roll her window down and yell back and i was like oh we are going today mm -hmm. i've been on the verge of a mental breakdown for about three weeks oh yeah you've been perpetually on the verge of mental breakdown <laughs> yeah so. and so i was yeah. like that's it i'm gonna vent i've had enough and so I go, it was a red light. There's nowhere for you to go. What are you doing? And she literally just looked at me and she's like, I got somewhere to be. I'm like, yeah, no, wouldn't want to T-bone anyone in the process. And then I rolled up my window and drove away. So for you guys playing Staff Graph Bingo at home, we should just have Rachel complaining about driving as the free space for every episode, <laughs> just right in the middle, because it's going to happen. It's going to happen every time. But I, um, I could you have survived, You survived death to get here. You cheated death to get here. Like, T-boning someone is objectively one of, other than head-on, it's the most dangerous type of car accident you can get no, into. No, I know. And if you're running a red light to drive an extra eight feet, you should lose your license at that point. Like, you really should. You cheated death, so by the rules of Final Destination, I don't the know movies... Um, it's, it's where the characters survive an incident where they should have died and then death tries to pick them off one by one. So thank you for including me in this now. So now every, now that happens, ev there's been, I've cheated death so many times. Yeah. But now, now they're going to be coming for me. So I appreciate that. Awesome. So every time I, I step outside this place. Well, your knee is just fantastic. So, we have no knees, neither of us. Yeah. So between the two of us, Rachel and I have like half a working knee maybe, which I want to give a shout out. They're not a sponsor, but I want to give a shout out to Volteran Extra Strength. Um, you would not be walking I wouldn't. Right now. I couldn't. Okay. So like during the summer, 
I, you know, was super bored. Nothing was happening. It was the pandemic, right? No hockey, no purpose, whatever. So You're I was having woke, a hot boy summer too. I was having my hot boy summer. I was drinking White Claws instead of beers. It was great. One carb in them. Let's go. Um, and I, I essentially, I ran 30 kilometers every single morning. Like I, woke, I would wake up at five in the morning. Yes. Cause run, you would text me. Yes. Run 30 kilometers every single morning for, uh, two and a half straight months. For context, I have not run 30 kilometers this year. Yeah. So it was great. Literally, I remember I would, so I would run from my parents' house, because I was at my parents' house at the time, all the way to this field behind like Yorkdale. It was like a, like a, like a football field behind Yorkdale and just run the track. And they were, they were doing, there was one guy, one week where they were doing landscaping on the side for a week. And I remember the guy came up to me because I was wearing um, like my Marley's hat, like while I was running. He was just like, do you play for the Marley's? I'm like, no. And he's like, well, you've, like you come here every morning and you run around this track for four straight hours. And it's just like, what are you doing? So... Nor, like, that, like I'm getting over a heartbreak. Shut up. Yeah. And so it would be like, okay, I feel that's healthy. But at the same time, apparently you're supposed to take these things called days off. And I didn't. Neither of us are very good at that. Yes. So I actually ended up hurting my left knee the first time. It was weird. It was like patellar stuff. And so rested that. It's fine. But because of that left knee thing, my right knee, which already, which already was pretty messed up. Was compensating. Was compensating a lot. And then I, went, I remember going on a walk, maybe around like August or something, stepped the wrong way, swelled up the next day. It was never the same. So I've been hobbling around for the last little bit. And then I went on a super long walk the day before our last podcast. We recorded on Wednesday last week. So on Tuesday, went for a super long walk the day before because I'm like feeling stir crazy. Want to get those steps in. Hot boy winter, you know. And the next morning I woke up. In pure agony. I showed up to record the podcast mm. last week, and I genuinely thought I was going to have to carry Mike to the hospital. Yeah, it was like... Like, it was not good. And I honestly think, had we not been a pan- in a pandemic, the both of us would have made hospital trips yeah. for various reasons, but we're n- neither one of us is mm-hmm. interested in stepping into a hospital right no, now. No, 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 no. Like, I would... You would have to... I would have to literally be taken by ambulance right now mm-hmm. to go to the hospital, which, I mean, I feel like I'm a little bit cheating that too right now because I, the amount of heart episodes yeah. I've had, like I definitely should be. <laughs> but I couldn't, I couldn't bend my leg. So I was like, I couldn't sleep basically. I couldn't leave my house. I couldn't do anything. And so you Sunday, go to the bathroom. Like it was I honestly did, sad, but I hopped it. I hopped on one leg. So I can't wait for the next compensation injury I get on my left knee this time. It's going to be great. Anyway. So I, I hobbled my way to shoppers on Sunday. I'm like, you know what? I can't do this. I gotta like, Rachel's like get this CBD cream like I can't wait for it to get delivered here so I'm gonna hobble my way to shoppers look like a fucking moron on my way there people probably are so funny when you limp around people thought I was an idiot like people probably thought I was going crazy but anyway I uh oh never mind thought there was some breaking news there isn't anyway hop there got and got Voltaire and extra strength specifically for joint pain (laughs) and it says apply every 12 hours I've applied it for the last two days every 30 minutes and it's a magical elixir I'm healed. Not healed fully, but I'm I can healed. but I can walk. I can walk, which is good. Like I can actually like if I needed to get groceries today, I can walk outside and not like not die. Me, yeah, not not die. Like it, it it's it's been brutal. So I've been going I've been going crazy, man. Like I wasn't able to leave this place for like four straight days. I know that's me, you know, anyone who's had to do the 14-day quarantine, like the actual quarantine. Oh, it I, sucks. I apologize. I realize I'm, you know, mansplaining what that struggle is but dude like i'm used to getting up i'm, I'm an old man i'm used to getting up at like six in the morning and going on old man walks along <laughs> the lake old man walks. 
literally like going on old man walks on the lake. I literally like read the newspaper on my phone on a bench looking at the lake. It's great. And I couldn't do that. And it bummed me out. And so now finally life's returning somewhat back to normal. We got hockey back. It's great. Do you want to cover that? You want to get in the headlines? Hockey's back. So the NHL finally, after weeks of edging, <laughs> finally got... Weeks of public negotiation. Yes. They finally somewhat ratified a deal. Come back. I don't even I don't even care about the details. Me All neither. I care about is January 13th. January 13th. I will have hockey to watch mm-hmm. on my birthday. Yep. And now that I can't go skiing because mm-hmm. that our province is closed, I will be watching hockey and I don't feel like doing anything else even though I definitely have school that I probably should be doing. So is this is this lock like real quick aside, is this now like provincial wide lockdowns going to happen after like on Christmas basically? Yes. Is that going to be a real lockdown or a fake one like we're in right now? No, it's a real one. Like, I like paid we, hundreds uh, of dollars for my ski pass and thousands of dollars for new ski gear that I now will not get to use. Very thrilled about that. Mm-hmm. Not in the... And you know what? I understand the need for the lockdown because when, oh, we have, absolutely. when we have mini lockdowns like we've had for the past six months, nobody follows fucking instructions. Except for me, and I go crazy. And so now they had to shut her all down and... If they don't shut the schools down, I'm going to be pissed because you're not in a lockdown if the if kids are going to school because you're cramming 30 kids in a classroom. Shut up if you think. That I have a lot of friends way. who are teachers, and I would appreciate if they didn't get COVID. So yes. let's let's make sure with that. I have family members who are teachers. I appreciate if they so didn't hockey. get COVID. But yes, hockey's back. The NHL they ratified an agreement. January 13th, puck drop. No preseason. Thank the Lord Jesus Christ in heaven. Amen. Hallowed be thy name. Um, and uh, and. 56 game schedule not too bad there will be it's essentially no interdivision play yep so it's all intra division um and we got the all canadian division which is the north division they're calling it boom I, i'm excited for that like that's going to be fantastic and it's been teased Inject forever Inject 10 games of calgary edmonton directly into my aorta dude in it jesus christ <laughs> into your aorta <laughs> Right, right to the source. Right to the source. Uh, inject, man, inject 10 games of Matthews McDavid. Inject 10 games of, like, you could you could go also down the inject list. inject 56 games of Shabbat Goodbranson Perry. Oh, my God. So Rachel oh sent me this. Oh, my God. She sent me a tweet. Like, what's funny is you, like, you, you, you sent me this. You had to send me this way. You couldn't wait until you got up the elevator to my place. <laughs> You were garage. in the parking garage and you were like, I need to send Mike this tweet. It was literally just Brent Wallace being like, DJ Smith says, Erica Branson and Thomas Shabbat will be defense partners this year, which is. I'm envisioning this. And okay, over under mm-hmm. on number of highlight reels that Erica Branson is on the wrong side of. Well, you year. said 13.5 before the podcast. So I, I think that's probably legit. Whatever, whatever, how many ever it's Cody Cece. Like however, however, that wasn't a sentence. However many Cody Cece is on. It's higher. Because the Canadian division has Elias yeah, Pettersson, yeah, yeah. Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah. Uh, Nick Suzuki is going to turn some people inside out this year. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, Barry Kakanyemi won that face off in Finland. So that's that's a big deal. Very important. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have that kind of puck skill, though. Um, no, no, that's that's the meme. All these. You know also, how, before everybody yells at me, yes, I know William Nylander exists. I did not forget. Uh, what I'm getting is that you just hate William Nylander. You want him traded for a number four defenseman. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's me. Are you... Are you former NHL general manager Brian Burke? I am not. He man, he's awesome. Like I know I don't agree with pretty much any of his hockey opinions. But he's good for. But goodness gracious, he's at fantastic. Least, at least he's good. Yeah. His his appearance on the Steve Dangle podcast was unbelievable. I okay, so I'm really excited because I think for 
the Canadian division, like, there's a ton of talent mm-hmm. in the division. Yes. And it's going to make, like, there's already heated, like, Edmonton and Calgary legitimately. Oh, my God. They fucking fought each other like crazy. Like, yeah. yeah. Ten games of that, the penalty minute over under better be over 100. I'm just worried about what Twitter's going to be like, especially no, with no, Toronto no, and Edmonton. No, 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 no. I don't even want to think about it. Vancouver Twitter is not so crazy. But they eat themselves. They don't eat, eat like, what I found is, like, yes, you know. And same with Montreal Twitter. Yes. Like, they eat themselves in both languages. Yes. Well, but Vancouver Twitter, like, I don't, I haven't gotten, like, I get called an idiot on Twitter every single day. You probably do, too. I just get harassed. Okay. Well, People mail things to my places where right. I work. Well, I, I, I get called an idiot on Twitter every day. And most of the time, it's from Edmonton, Edmonton or Alberta. One of, like, you know, in If I in look at your profile and it says Alberta, the odds that I'm valuing your opinion are extremely slim, yeah. unless your name is Mike fail they just plummeted down but like i bc or low tide, I like. bc i just see i just see them eating each other like i just it's, see it's great. like there's just the bunch there's a it's always Shout a civil the war we love them yes there's always a civil war there it's never you know outward but yeah man it's gonna be crazy like even even like leafs twitter this week i'm not really part of it but i saw it just through it I had what to happened deal, man okay so i i don't remember if i texted you this but i was I had to deal with so one of my best friends is heavily involved in like that corner of Leafs Twitter. Mm. And I had I got somehow associated with that Leafs Twitter because I'm her best friend. You got roped into it. Yeah. So I was being accused of all sorts of things and I'm like, I actually don't even know what you're talking about. Please enlighten me. Mm-hmm. And it was because my best friend was part of this group chat that is basically exists to be a fantasy league. They want to set up a fantasy league. Yeah. But people think that they're just like being, they're, they're harassing people and targeting people. And like, as someone who knows my best friend, she's literally the quiet, quietest person I know. Like she is a church mouse. And so I'm like, there's not like, there's not a chance. Right. So then I go through and I try and sort things out. I ended up talking to like both sides. I'm like, okay, this is the situation here. You both need to stop engaging with each other and shut up. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. Stop associating it with me. I don't have anything to do with this Twitter nonsense. Leave me alone. I'm trying. I have enough other shit going on in my life. And so Lee's Twitter is eating each other prior yeah. to the season. It's crazy, man. I will not. I have muted all of them. All of them I have mm-hmm. muted because I'm like, I just, I, I can't. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear about it. And I told my best friend, I'm like, unless you are being directly harassed. I'm not doing anything with or, this. Or yep. someone is directly accusing you of something. I do not want to hear about it. If someone is harassing you, then come to me and I will put their head on a stick myself. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I don't want to hear about it because I don't care about what your group chat friends are saying. I don't want to be mentioned in the group chat. I don't want to hear about the group chat. I don't care. Guys, just lighten up. It's not that serious. The NHL is back. Be happy. 56 games. January 13th. That's when we're starting. The rules are interesting here because they've, 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 there's a taxi squad. We all kind of assumed that this was going to happen because, you know, you have to have, you know, extra, an extra allotment of players just in case someone, like, just in case you have to start practice squad run, uh, wide receiver so like, at QB. So, I'll preface this by saying I have not read all the verbiage yet. Because so, I, I have I, it in front of me. Um, but... By the time we come back in two weeks, yeah. I will have read and spoken to individuals mm-hmm. about the verbiage yeah. and how and what loopholes exist and what's going to happen. So when you when we come back on the sixth, mm-hmm. we will have fun things to announce, and I promise you, I will have much more of an idea of 
how the taxi squad. Well, I have the verbiage in front of me. So it's a, it's a minimum of four players and a maximum of six. Okay. So, so you could have between, I guess, four and six. You have to have at least four. And one of them has to be a goaltender. One of them has to be a goaltender, but training camp, by the way. Unlimited, unlimited goalies. goalies. If I don't see David Ayers at Leafs camp, I will be pissed. Or Kane's camp. Fly him in. <laughs> Either way. Um, also, waivers are required for players who would require this waivers. This is why to go I want to minors. talk to some of them. So this is really interesting because teams are required to, to keep three goalies on the roster at all times this season, right. which would make it seem awesome for, you know, the Leafs having Aaron Dell, but he's got to go through waivers. So there's a good chance he might get if, if they picked put up him, by a team like Washington yeah. who now only has one goalie. Exactly. And, you know, I, I could was going to just see the Leafs keeping three goalies on their roster. Yeah. I was going to get to that later, but yes, real quick aside, Frederick, um, Frederick Henrik Lundqvist. Don't even, I'm so heartbroken just about that. A, just a freaking, yeah, it's terrible. As somebody who, like, is going through and, like, obviously we're yeah. not, yeah, we're not going to get too deep into this. It, I'm still it's very raw for me right now, and I still don't know what is happening. But, like, I'm dealing with some heart issues and undergoing, like, I feel like every time I text Mike, it's like it's I'm either on yeah. my way to the hospital or like I'm going to various doctor's appointments. Like it is oh, it's so great. stressful. So like I wish and I'm not allowed to do any exercise like at all basically mm-hmm. right now, which Mike knows is absolutely killing me. Yeah. Um, so I, all the best to Henrik Lundqvist. Like I hope they figure hope out what's going on. Yeah. I hope he gets healthy mm-hmm. because like heart issues they are volatile and like they suck. Yeah. So that's that. Well, anyway, the taxi squad uh, recalls for NHL games must occur before 5 p.m. This excludes goalies, though, if less than two goalies are available to play for the team. Right. Um, the last day of training camp is the first day that players can be loaned to the taxi squad. Okay. Um, taxi squad dissolves when the season ends and taxi squad members can practice with the team, join team activities and travel with the team. But they cannot practice or join activities other than those with the NHL team. So they can't. So they can't practice with the Marlies. With the Mar, like yeah. So for example, like if you want to place, I don't even know. Like, let's just say Joey Anderson. So I will say this: the Leafs are going to lose Hutchinson. Oh no! So that's, that's sad. Oh darn! How will Hutchinson. they come back from that? Or oh, they'll no. trade Arendelle. One of the two, but they will not have both of those goaltenders. Gosh darn it! Well, that's just a diddly darn shame, and I don't know how they so can go into the season. So let's cover. Let's get really into this when we come back. Yeah. Because by then we'll have a better idea of what teams are doing. Hopefully, there's trades. Maybe Mike Hoffman signs. Who knows? But speaking of signings. Speaking of signings, well, just real quick on that the the cap hit because that's the last important thing. So the effect on the team's cap while on the taxi squad is the equivalent of if the player were playing in the minors. So oh, if okay, you have, if you perfect. have, yeah. So basically if you have a, so have 70K a salary for some guys for like guys for on ELCs. Like, yeah. And if you have a, if you have a, a salary, you can bury what? One I'm million? here to tell you that Nick Robertson is going to be on the taxi squad a lot. Yes. But no, but Nick, I, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens to Nick Robertson. That's going to be one of the more, and also the ELC slide is now seven games instead of 10. Yes. So Nick Robertson's going to get six probably. We'll see. Anyway, one of the one of the crazy signings here, or like one of the signings that we were expecting to see far earlier than this, and probably should have gotten done far earlier than this if the person had an agent, <laughs> is Anthony Duclair, who signs with Florida for one year of one point seven million. Tremendous value. I don't think this is how he imagined his free agency would end after a good season. This is why you get an agent, folks. Look, I'm all about players taking you know taking charge of their financial future. If you like, if you wanna if you wanna cut down that agent fee, go ahead. 
Maybe but not in the middle of a pandemic. Both of these situate like both sides of the situation, because it, it's very much like Duclair had a great season with Ottawa. Seemed like he fit there really well. Was getting an opportunity to play high up in the lineup. Exactly. And they're a really fun, exciting upcoming team who could really use a guy like Anthony, like just a solid. And he's also bounced around from team to team to team to team in the past. It's crazy. You would think he'd want some stability. And so there was rumors. So once Anthony Duclair signed this deal, there were rumors that came out that said Ottawa offered him, I think it was like three or four years times 3.25, I think it was. And then Duclair on the radio, or no, Duclair either on the radio or to a source. I probably should have it up here. Was just like, those are laughable. Those are not true. So clearly, right. so clearly what happened is Ottawa, as they are known to do, lowballed him like crazy. And then when he signed somewhere else, basically floated false rumors that they offered him more money in term right. than what he got. Can't so wait for that Just to stay classy. Great. Have we checked on Eugene Melnick's blog lately? <laughs> I wonder if he's going to write a blog post about it. I can't wait. Apparently, it's really boring. I hope it stays that way Good. because the last thing we need is Eugene Melnick spitting hot takes on a blog. I mean, you know what? You know what be funny? If he said he had a blog, but it's really... It, there's a scene in The Office where Creed thinks he has a blog. Like Creed, this like old kooky character on the show. He thinks he has a blog, but it's really just a Word document that someone set up and have him type like Creed thoughts into. And they're all these like really weird racist rants, but like no one can see him because they're just on this Word doc. I feel doc. like Eugene definitely has that in the PR department. It's yeah. like, mm, maybe not. Someone definitely set, was just like, yeah, Eugene, this will go out to the whole world. And it's just like, you know, a Google doc with that is shared to him and him alone. And it's like, can't wait to see what the world has to say about this. And it just stays with him. But yeah, Anthony Duclair, this is great value. 1.7 million for a guy. Yeah, he'll you know, probably play on the second or third line in Florida. Which is weird because, I mean... He's not playing on the top line. He's basically their Mike Hoffman replacement at this point. Yeah. For 1.7 million. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. And, like, Mike Hoffman's still out there. What is going to happen here, man? There are a lot... I have it up. Mike Hoffman, Mikhail Granlin. So there's Mike... Yeah, Mikhail Granlin, Mike Hoffman, Sammy Vatanen, Andy Green, Carl Soderberg. Ron Hainsey. Michael Frolik, Abdelkader, Jonathan Erickson. You know, even Jimmy Howard. Travis Hamanick. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, Ron Hainsey. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Grabner, um, Let's, uh, Athanasiu. He's still out there. Like, there's a lot of really good players who are who just don't have contracts. They're they're just like, has Zidane Char retired yet? No, but he doesn't want to play anywhere but Boston. So if it's Boston, or he will retire. Um. Okay. Plot points. Let's get into it. So trending up is the Tampa's ability to get away with shit. Still, what the fuck is going on okay, here, so guys? Let's, let's Kucherov is injured. I will say. <laughs> Allegedly, I think he really is. I think he's. I. Th- it wouldn't surprise me if he's hurt. I just think he'll miraculously recover in time for, for the playoffs. Yes. <sighs> so what I would say is this: if he's hurt enough that he's got to have surgery, then like, okay, yes, by all means, right? But he what pro- the hell were you doing the last three months? Well, he probably he probably is hurt. Right. But but it's going to be an injury that's magically going to go yeah. away. In, at the most convenient time, like right before the May. playoffs. Yeah, before the when when a cap hit magically magically fritters yeah. away. And now this opens up. But the thing is, Kucherov is actually on, I believe, a pretty decent contract. It doesn't make all their problems go away. Well, Kucherov's nine point five mil. Oh, so the new contract kicked in. But okay. it's still it's that's decent that's for Kuch. That's good for good. hey, it's like almost two million less than Mitch Marner's that's, making. That's enough to get Sorelli and things signed. But then okay, so what? They're going to sign Sorelli and then we're going to do this all again in September. I mean, they have. They have zero dollars in cap space. Like I don't know. Like, and they're gonna put him on LTIR. Yeah, but then it's just gonna like what's. I'm just really annoyed. And there's also now rumblings today that uh, Tyler Johnson's gonna be traded to Detroit, which we called. Why did they just pick him up on waivers? 
Like, why why spend an asset for no reason? I don't know. Everyone I, thought that everyone kind of knew that Tyler Johnson was going to go to Detroit because of Steve Eiserman. Right. But they, play, they straight up placed him on waivers. You could have Which him for. Like, stop helping other teams. Even if they retain salary. First of all, I can't. They have zero dollars in cap space. Yeah. Like, just stop helping the Stanley Cup champions. Like, I'm so tired of this. This like, is what annoys me. I can't me. wait for Vancouver to help him. I can't wait. You know, I, I wonder you what know what's going to happen. And then, well, Vancouver has won jack shit, and they're going to be in a capped-out situation like this next year. Yeah, and because they have is anyone going to actually help them? Individuals running their cap that don't actually really know what they're doing because they weren't. And yeah, we're not getting down that road. But uh, there's so many t- like there are teams that have huge decisions to make between now and when. Not even just the season starts, the training camp starts. Like Barzal, not signed. Like you he's, said, Sorelli. He's Barzal's going to sign. Barzal's going to be with signed. what money? The Islanders have no space. Like they're going to have to move guys. And it's going to be fucking hard. Like the, I, they'll get it done. Just they that, have three point nine million dollars. I'm more confident in Sorelli getting done uh, than Barzell getting done than I am in the Tampa stuff. They have three point nine million dollars to get Matt Barzell. I don't care. Who do you think is going to get? Uh, all I'm telling you is it is it, it's fine. I am not worried. The funny thing is, like everyone, everyone says, you know, oh, the Leafs have so much, so much, you know, money tied. Like they're they're top heavy what are the contracts that really kill you it's like the you know four like 3.5 to like 6 million 3.5 to 5.5 like that that, in that range the islanders are literally only that they have nelson 6 million eberly Uh, you get more value like you get more value from eberly and nelson than you generally like those would be but those are 5.5 million they're fine yeah andrew ladd 5.5 that's not okay josh bailey's good but he's at 5.5 million Peugeot, 5 million. Clutterbuck, 3.5 million. Sezikis, 3.5 million. Komarov, 3 million. Definitely not. Matt Martin. On on D, like, they have... It's just, like, a bunch of random... Well, Boychuk retired. Yeah, Boychuk retired, which... Oh, just... It's all these... I know that, you know... Okay, that seemed legit. It is legit. Yeah. It's... it. But That's not a Robida Island thing. That's a legit... Okay, also trending up. Yep. Owner's greed. Rachel... Are we surprised that there are NHL owners that are going to put their fans at risk by welcoming them back just to make a buck? No, they had they had Dallas had watch parties where their team wasn't even in their arena (laughs) during like during the height of the pandemic in the summer. No Canadian teams are going to allow it because our federal government actually has some somewhat of cajones to say enough. But here's the thing. But we are also more centralized than the U.S. Like the U.S., it's it's like the government, like the the governor, which is like a state call. Yeah. And in Canada, like okay, yeah, we have. They might not even be able to play in their arenas. But like in the NFL, look at they're handling COVID hint not well, and they're, they're just, just having fans it. like just chilling and everything's fine. Like it's it's dangerous. And I get that the NHL is a gate driven mm-hmm. like. But do you, like, okay, these are 15,000-seat arenas, call it. Yeah. You can have 5,000 fans, so a fan every on an average of every three seats. That's not enough distancing. What do you want to bet they're also not going to enforce mask policies in Texas? It's or also, in Florida, where Governor Ron DeSantis might be the most useless human being on the planet. It's also different in the sense, first of all, Florida is the last place that should be having any, like, having any loose loosening of their restrictions that shit they like, have no restrictions they don't actually. it's it's like 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 covid hasn't like covid doesn't exist in florida like my stepdad's father has a place in florida and he didn't even go this year because the canadian government basically said if you get covid we are not covering you and no one will insure it good because th- that do the governor ha- doesn't have a clue 
about he either he doesn't know what he's doing or he doesn't give a shit about his constituents. Either way is not good. Mm-hmm. You would not catch me dead anywhere near the anywhere below like New Jersey right now. You wouldn't catch me dead in the States. I'm not going. Yeah, like, I'm not touching that place of the time. I missed football. one of my best friend's weddings of which I was in the wedding party. Mm-hmm. Because of this pandemic. Like, if, if like tomorrow, I just will not go to the States. Like, if tomorrow, if ESPN sent me an email was like, hey, we want to make you, like, one of our featured NHL analysts, but you have to move to, like... Bristol, Connecticut? To Bristol. No. I don't think I'd take it. No. Like, it, it's it's tough, man. It, I, I wouldn't do it. And Florida and Dallas, like, these are the two places where it doesn't surprise me, but these are the last two places Meanwhile, where it should like, be Meanwhile, like, San Jose, like, the California teams can't, can't even, even play, play in their own buildings. It, it, so you have <sighs> some teams where states are actually taking it extremely seriously, and then you have other states that you wouldn't even know there's a pandemic going on. So, yeah, things are great. Um, Vaccines getting rolled out, though. That's nice. Yeah, what do you want to bet that the people in Texas and Louisiana and Mississippi aren't even going to take it, though? Can't wait. Great. This next one, trending up, is Rachel's descent into the gamer lifestyle. So, if you've been on our social media uh, accounts, you've seen the news. Rachel, finally, after years and years of looking down on me on her high horse for playing video games, for, for guilting okay. me for it. She got a PS4. Right when she I would got like a, to point out that I didn't actually buy it. <laughs> she got a PS4 right when the PS5 comes out. So that's great. Um, how are you liking it so far? How are you liking being a gamer girl? I turned it on for the first time yesterday. Incredible. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't... Okay, I would also like to make clear, like, I'm still very busy, and the odds I play PlayStation for more than three hours a week are razor thin. You don't have to make that. You don't have to say that. <laughs> like I'm not. Di- I'm not gonna be a, a gamer lifestyle. Well, you situation. are. I mean, I you also are. figured out that you have to pay to play online, which is the whole reason I got it was like just so you, like we could play yeah. NHL together. You have to pay sixty bucks a year. And I'm not interested in that. But you get two free games every month. I don't care. I'm only. Do it. I got it. So person that gave it to me also gave it to me with four call of duties and i like call of duty mm-hmm. i used to watch my brother play it all the time it was fun um but it's one of those things where it's like i really only got it so i could play nhl and fifa because i am not going to pay a single dime to play a game on the playstation like if i don't get the game for free i ain't playing it i think it's i think the, the 60 bucks a year is the is a worthwhile investment okay so we'll see I, I think it is. I might try it. I think you should. I might do like a month trial. You can, type you can situation. do a, you can do a month trial where it's like nine ninety nine or something. Like it's fine. Okay, just so, do that. Yeah, we'll see. Um, honestly, the reason I got it is because, like, I hear people talk about it, and I hear like you could try different strategies out, and it's great, man. Like, yeah, like I was talking to Jack Han about it, and he was talking about how like if you play NHL, you could actually increase your ability to, to understand the game if you look at it from the way that, like, him and I look at it. Well, I, like, I've learned... Growing up, I didn't... I didn't. My parents would let me... The last NHL game I played was on the PlayStation 1. Yeah, the NHL games... I was... It's a shame, because NA, the NHL games these days suck. NHL 21 sucks. NHL 20 sucks. Like, they... Does it? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't know. They're bad. The and, last NHL game I played, I used to play as Matt Sundin and Mike Johnson for the Leafs yeah. in like 98 so like i'm on, i'm on the dangle navy obviously and we play that like all the time and like the majority like, the aiming and like the majority of our shit. conversations are literally just like this game fucking sucks like there will be some random animation that will f- screw us up like we've been screwed over by the game so many times there's so many times where like because you can pull the goalie in the game 
So all of us are playing a different position because we're all playing together against a random team online. And we'll be down. We'll be down by one. There's like 10 seconds left. And then you pull the goalie. And in NHL 20, when you pull the goalie, like you get a computer player, like controlled by the computer. But when you do it now, you do it now, like the guy who's the, your, like your teammate who's playing goal is able to come out as a player, which is nice. But before in NHL 20, it would be a computer goalie, like control or a computer player controlled by the computer. So we pulled our goalie, we're down by one, and literally like we win it back and, and we win it back to the computer defenseman. And the computer defenseman, like the game glitches and he skates all the way back to our own end, right into the right into our net. Like carries the puck into our net okay, and like yeah, falls that would, down. I would like fuck be these games. But I've learned so much about like about, like right now, this is this is what, why I'm so glad hockey's back and I have a purpose in life again. Is I'm the general manager of the Detroit Tigers in MLB 20, the show. I'm like I'm going to take the worst team in this game and I'm going to rebuild it and into a powerhouse. And I'm in the 2025 season right now, and I have learned so like I was already a huge baseball fan, but I've learned like I le- I know every I know every player on every team's like minor league roster now. It just video games. And fantasy football did that with football for me. Like they, See, I don't do fantasy sports. I do... You do betting. betting. I, so you, yeah, so I you do do, gam- do fantasy I, sports. I gamble. So you do do fantasy sports. What? It's the same. Fantasy, fantasy sports and betting. Fan, fantasy sports is betting. It's the same thing. No, it isn't. It's the exact same thing. I don't thing. have to set a roster or any of that nonsense. Yeah, but you're... But, Who's going to win? Click. Yeah, that's basically what, what you do in fantasy. You go, who Except do you think I'm is, telling you right now. Who do you think's going to do money. well? Click. Oh. Like, See, I don't do like... My, my friend, like my best friend who's in her draft in that group chat, like mm-hmm. her friends are already skeptical of her drafting because they know I'm doing the draft for her. Exactly. So and she's fantasy. magically going to like have this team. You play fantasy. You just, you just don't play it. I just gamble. Fantasy sports is gambling. I do my dad's team and he does. Especially, <laughs> especially single game fantasy. Like you said, a single game lineup. Like that is, that is betting. You're just betting on which players you think are going to do the best. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Like when I put my fantasy lineup together, that's a bet that I'm wagering on. I'm I'm betting that these is players. Is it for money? Yeah. You pay like our our buy-in for a fantasy league. I've been in this fantasy league for, since I was in grade ten. I'm twenty five or twenty four now, not twenty five yet. Also, to clarify, I do not gamble on hockey because I work. Well, in Well, yeah, it. of course. I don't you're not going to Pete Rose this. Cues. I don't want to get accused. You're not going to. You're not Pete Rose. You want to get in the Hall of Fame one day. Um. But yeah, like it's. But we have we pay I think it's sixty bucks as our buy in and then I guess the winner the winner at the end I haven't won I've come in second four times but I haven't won um, but the winner gets the pot at the end. Why isn't it first second third? I think there is some first wait no I think there is some first second third I don't know I, I, say, like, I don't think I ever got my dad's paid pool actually. Is like strictly points like we've talked about it but it's also like the buy in I think mm-hmm. is two grand. Okay, so yeah, trending up game Rachel's descent in the gamer lifestyle. Actually, people send out if you're listening to this point send out suggestions to Rachel about which games she, sh- she should get or try out and any tips you have for, for what she, yeah, what she can do. Yeah, and if you see someone who's f- absolutely god-awful playing as Bayern Munich on FIFA... That's her. It's probably me. And make sure to uh, roast her into oblivion. Yes, definitely it. do that. You're going to, like... If you play Call of Duty online... Um, I will not do that. Okay. If, well, if you ever me do, and my roommate are going to play COD by ourselves in my room. If you ever play Call of Duty online and you do it, like... You know, where you I can, also will where, not be getting the headphones where you can that. hear. Well, it's like I don't have the headphones. I have just a, a pair of headphones that have a mic on them, which work. No, see, like I don't want to speak to people. Yeah, well, you're gonna hear some slurs basically if you oh, go if you good. go if you go into a Call of Duty like lobby with people. Yeah, that's okay. Well, that, all that, the yeah. more reason to not do that. Also, trending up because we already covered Mike's knee. Yep, trending up. <laughs> grown men crying over the Mandalorian. Please yeah. explain this to me because I'm not going to take very long to explain this, but this, this, uh, 
so the Mandalorian, I, I took a while to get into it um, because I'm a huge Star Wars fan, like huge. I literally, me and my friend do two hour long hype podcasts where we like go through all our theories, talk about whatever, do li- like do scene reenactments, all that kind of stuff. And uh, like over whenever a new Star Wars movie is coming out, which means we won't have to do that for a while because there aren't a ton of movies coming out. But, but I've got like Mandalorian, it is the best Star Wars like this pat the past four episode stretch of the Mandalorian is the best Star Wars that we've had, I think maybe ever. Okay. And so, you know, there's the whole the whole like for okay, also spoilers for this. Because if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it because I'm gonna be talking full spoilers at this point. So what what happens in this is, you know, the the Mandalorian stumbles upon Baby Yoda and develops like a huge connection with these like i'm gonna protect this child with all with all my heart and soul and, and all and turns out that baby Yoda is very strong with the force okay and at this point in the star wars timeline like the jedi being wiped out people who are who are you know strong with the force they're very very rare and they're basically like if you are you get hunt, hunted down by like you know the empire because they want to eradicate all that so so the mandalorians traveling across the galaxy baby yoda doing these adventures whatever and then the empire and then so th- so then they run into this like Jedi that was in hiding, and she's and she's like okay well this guy is like clearly really strong with the Force you need to go to this special planet where they have this like rock, and if he sits on the rock and, and like has a connection with the Force like he'll send out a beacon to any any Jedi that are out there in the galaxy and they'll and they'll hear it like they'll sense through the Force and come for him and train him basically because he needs to be trained, and so Baby Yoda does that but then the empire sends these droids to come down and they kidnap him. And so, and yeah, so the they, they kidnap baby Yoda and they like torture him and stuff. No. Yeah. And so I know. Right. And so the man, and so Mando's like, I'm going to, he goes full John wick. He's like, I'm going to, there's literally at the end of I'll mess you up. Oh my God. So it, what's great on TikTok is at the end of one of, at the end of the second last episode, like the, the empire's on the ship, like the, the main guy who plays Gus from Breaking Bad, like he's named Moff Gideon. He's on the ship and he gets like a tele, like a hologram from Mandalorian. It's just him and he's standing there and he's just like, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna hunt you down and, and gut what, you like a fish. And what's funny is like on, like on, <laughs> on TikTok, they just like subbed in so many funny lines for that. Like yeah. there's, there's that line from uh, Robert California in the office where he's like, I'm the fucking lizard man. Like you want a street fight with me? Okay. Like, so why were you stuff. crying? So. Here's what happened. So they, so literally Mando and Boba Fett, which is crazy that Boba Fett came back. That's another, that's a story for another day. And, um, and like a couple other Mandalorians and yeah, they, they all, they storm the ship and they rescue baby Yoda, but they, but right before then they're, they're in this, like, uh, they're in this in essentially like the server room of the ship. Okay. And the bad guy, like Moff Gideon, they've captured him, but he, but he deploys these things called um, dark troopers. And they're these like crazy indestructible, like robot troopers. And they barricade themselves in there and literally like, they're like, there's no way out. We're going to die. Like literally we're, like, there's like, f- you know, 500 of these things that are out there and they're trying to punch the wall down, like the door down. Okay. And so they're all like literally just standing there with like their guns, like pointing at the door, waiting to just basically die, but like go down swinging. Then you hear like a beacon. Like you hear sort of like a beep and you're like, what's going on? They look outside and they see this, this ship kind of come in and dock on the ship that they are. And I knew when, when I saw what the ship was, I knew who it was. Okay. So an X-Wing comes in, it's an X, it's a special kind of ship comes in and docks and they're like, what's going on there? Like, can you identify yourself? And, and he doesn't. And then you see on the monitor, a guy with a hood just whips out a lightsaber and starts cutting through these dark troopers like they're fucking butter. 
Love that. And it's crazy. And so the whole time, and I'm so I watched this over like what's great about PlayStation Online. So you can watch these shows and you can create a party with someone and sync it up. So I was watching with a bunch of my friends and we're all like, holy shit, like, who is this? Because we were all thinking like we were all having these speculations. Who is the Jedi that's going to come for to help Baby Yoda? Because he sent out that beacon. Yeah, there's a bunch that could be still alive. Is it going to be Mace Windu who's played by Samuel L. Jackson? Is it going to be, you know, these people from the like from cartoons and stuff? So cuts these cuts these fucking things down. One of the best scenes ever. I'm like on the edge of my seat. It's crazy. And then the door opens Hood taken off. It's fucking Luke Skywalker. De-aged Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker. And it was... That's dope. But then he's like, baby, he's like, come little one, like, I'll train you. And Baby Yoda's like looking at Mando he doesn't want. And the whole point of the Mandalorian is he doesn't take his helmet off. We've seen him take it off twice. One was to get healed because he was about to die. The other one was to send a, like, send a, a beam where it could only be, it could only scan his face. And the beam was, like, the beam was essentially to get to get plans so he, they could break into ship into the ship to save baby Yoda. Oh, okay. It was the only two times baby Yoda's never seen his face. And so before he hands baby Yoda over to Luke to get trained forever. Yeah. He takes off his helmet and baby Yoda's in his arms and looking and just tenderly touches his face. And it was, it was the best star Wars I've ever seen. It was incredible. And everyone like, it, so we're go, 45 minutes into the podcast and we haven't even gotten to, I don't care, man. I need to talk about Mandalorian Luke. I, that was the, I, I thought, oh, is it going to be some obscure character from the Clone Wars or Rebels? No, it was the most popular character possibly in modern media. So it was actually writing. It was incredible. Good job. Incredible. Okay. Before we get into our deep dive and you get to know Rachel and I, quick word from our sponsors. Support for the Staff and Graph podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. So Mans- Manscaped just launched in the UK. It's huge. They've gone years without using the right tools for the job, and you can be one of the first men or women in England to experience their life-changing products. Now, look, we've all we've all had mishaps before. The human body is nooks and crannies, and it's tough to it's t- it's tough to hit those with precision every once in a while. I, look, I, I've been on the I've been on the receiving end of of so, of some incidences. Let me just say that you know I, I was very uneducated growing up in this realm of personal uh, maintenance. I'd say. So there have been times where, you know, you walk away with some cuts and some cuts and bruises. But Manscaped, no. They've redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has perfected the, the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 in the UK. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accents. And when I tell you this is premium, folks, this is premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes. It's taking a longer shave. If you need 90 minutes to deal with this... I don't know what, what's happening there, but Manscaped will allow you to do that. They also have waterproof technology, which allows you to do in the shower. I mean, look, personally, that's where I do it. And having a, having a, a, a waterproof tool with a motor in it, it's not going to electrocute you. It's not going to explode. It's fantastic. And one of the coolest features. Now, this touches my heart personally. LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer, more precise trimming. This thing's got an upgraded 7,000 RPM motor with QuietStroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. You should have your motor loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand. You can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code staffgraph at manscaped.com. That's again, 20% off with free shipping, no shipping costs. And everything's getting shipped these days, 20% off free shipping with the code staffgraph, 
staffgraph at manscaped.com. That's staffgraph, 20% off, free shipping, perfect Christmas gift to give your significant other or anyone special in your life who needs it. Again, 20% off, promo code staffgraph, free shipping. All right, so we put out a call. I don't know why this was thought to be a good idea. You convinced me to do I didn't this. Con- what are you talking about? You, you, were the, you were the one who had this idea. Don't put this on me. You had this no, idea. No. Okay. So it's, it's, let's say, you know, you're on a date with Rachel and I. What would you ask us? What one would you want to know? We don't go on double dates. No. What would you want to know? <laughs> Could you imagine us on a double date? That no, would not I don't, don't want to do that. No. <laughs> um, what would you want to know? And so we got a ton of great, great questions. Thank you gonna, to the people who sent them yeah, via Twitter you. or uh, texted one of us. Mm-hmm. Um, there were definitely some people that were like, I want to send things in, but I also do not want to be publicly yeah. credited for this. So I have a couple to start off. And I got a text message from someone who I will say I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is exceedingly not thrilled. That yeah, I bet. Ah, too bad. Who cares? <laughs> Tough shit. All right. So the first one is from at J-R-R-D-R-B-B or unlimited number of goalies is the username. For either of you, walk us through the best hockey play you've ever made. Or I guess you be, let's just say for you, sports, because you, you didn't fully play hockey. I mean, I, I, like there's a few hockey plays that stand out, but the best... Hit me. The best sports play... We're going to remove gymnastics because mm-hmm. that is a, a very tender part of my life. Okay. Uh, school soccer championship, like Ontario mm-hmm. like private school championship. Um, we're in the finals. I am getting... Between me and our, my other teammate, like we're getting abused. To the point where I've drawn two yellows, she's drawn two mm-hmm. yellows. Like, we are getting abused. And we're tied, and it's a school that we continue to play finals after finals. Like, I think it was, like, the sixth year in a row mm-hmm. we played them. And my grandparents were there. My uncles had come from Germany. Like, it was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get, like, rinsed just outside the box. Great. To the point where, like, I was bleeding. Damn. Yeah, like, it was not good. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I'm spitting blood. Get wrecked, like, I don't even care, right? Because I look up, and I'm like, there's probably two minutes left in the game. Like, I I have to, like, you cannot take me off the field right now. So then I get up, and I, like, I pull myself up. Mm-hmm. And, like, growing up, like, my grandfather and I, like, we kicked the soccer ball around. Like, he he's the one that taught me how to take free kicks and, like, whatever. And where this free kick was, it was, like, tailor-made for a lefty. And I, my free kick foot is my left foot. Yeah. And so I was going back and forth with one of my teammates. I'm like, like, you should take this kick. And she was like, nope, you're taking this kick. So they, like, the other team's like setting up the wall and I'm like peeling myself up. And I just kind of look over at my grandfather. He's like in the corner. And uh, I look at the wall and then I, I remember thinking to myself, I'd already missed two free kicks in the game. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no confidence, like whatever. And I just kind of look over, like, my left shoulder at him. And he just kind of gives me, like, the nod, like, it's there. Mm -hmm. You could do this. And so I just take, like, a deep breath, and I strike it. And as soon as I hit the ball, I knew it was, like, letter perfect. It goes over the wall and comes down right, like, right over the goalie's hands. Remarkable. With, like... I think we kicked the ball off and there was like 30 seconds left in the game. They blew the whistle and we won. But like, I remember I scored the goal and like, I didn't give a shit about anything. I just ran to my grandfather mm-hmm. and like, he put his hands on my face 
And like in German, I said, thank you so much. And then he, he said to me, he's like, I am so proud of you. And I like to this day is one of the best moments of my life. Wow. I wasn't expecting to get that deep on that question. It was, wow, that's, I wish we had a that's video very of that heartfelt. Goal. It was like, to, even to this day, it's probably the nicest soccer goal I've ever scored. Like, probably. It's, it was, it Maybe was the nicest soccer nice. goal ever scored. Just no, 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 no. It was um, honestly like their wall was set up fucking terribly. And yeah. I just was like, okay. Mine, mine was a sequence of events. Like I have a couple, I've scored. Was it a, with my ex or no? Yeah, actually it was oh. when we were on the team. Yeah. So I was on the Lee side flames. I think this was my first year on the Lee side flames. So I was like 14, I think whatever. And we were playing, um, we were, we were really good that year and we were playing this terrible team, Willowdale Blackhawks. And it was at St. Mike's arena. Love that arena. And it was, it, it was, we just weren't on our game that night. Like we should have trounced and we were down three, one minute and a half left, 90 seconds left. And so our coach kind of like calls a timeout, like, all right, full court press. Like we got like, thankfully I was one of the better players. We got Mike out there, a bunch of people, goalie pulled all that kind of stuff. Okay. Was he out there too? I don't know. I actually can't remember, but I know for puck gets dropped, you know, we go in banging crash in front of the net. I bang it home three, two, like, great. There's hey! maybe a minute. There's a minute left face off. Face off at center, one back to the, I was a winger, so one back to the D, gets up to me, I'm just streaking down the wing, Front, like a, a, one, my, my center, I guess, is like streaking in the net, just sauce it in there, tips it home, 3-3. Three, three. There's like 20 seconds left at this point, it's crazy. And then, and then, so the puck gets dropped at center, and because we just scored, and they take a penalty somehow. So there's like maybe 15 seconds, and we have, so there's a draw on their end, 15 seconds, and it's six on four which is crazy. And I'm on, I'm on the, I, I'm on the left. So I, I have the one timer for like off this draw. So the draw gets one clock's ticking down. There's maybe three seconds left. D to D over to me. One timer in four, three game. We win. Ew. It's crazy. And the goal and the, uh, and the opposing coach was so pissed. He just kicked all the water bottles off the bench and like stormed <laughs> off. That's the best. And that was, that was like, that was fantastic. It was amazing. And, I just like I remember that specifically just because like we should have we should have trounced that team should have been easily and like we still were, ended up winning and by we were the so hair, close like. we we're so close to dropping the ball and yet like it was just we were literally like all right we're not going to lose this game like that's sick. within 90, 90 seconds it was great all that's right. sick next one this is one we got a lot what are your middle names okay yours are probably weird in German no actually I only have one middle name oh, okay I have two last names. Which okay. we're not getting into. Okay. I have one middle name. What's your middle name? Noel. I like that. That's it's good. Not How do I spelled, not know your middle name? It's it's not spelled like the French Christmas way, but it's Noel. Well, how is it spelled? N O E L L E. Isn't that how they spell the French Christmas? No, that's N O E L. Joyeux Noel. I thought it was. Oh well, it's great. Mine's James, the whitest name on the planet. So, I would just like for everyone listening, it is Michael James Stevens. Yep, the whitest name on that the is, planet. Yeah. Yep. See, at least mine has like properly spelled. My name has like an umlaut in it. So yeah, like, mine does not. Mine is there is no umlauts happening. Mine comes with like a side of mayo because it's too spicy. <laughs> um, all right, what are pet peeves slash strong dislikes? This was this was sent also by a special friend of mine who wanted to know my pet peeves. So. Yeah. Um. This is so. Let's go back and forth. We're on gonna this one. go. We're going to do this one. We also have ones that are like deal breakers, so they're not the same. We're going to get into like deal breakers when it comes to like dating and stuff. Yeah. But this is like just like pet peeves. Pet peeves, people who are late. Yeah. Do not waste my time. And I hate being late too. Like I would mm -hmm. show up 25 minutes early versus like two minutes late. Like I can't do it. It, it 
drives me mental. Yeah, I, I, I try to be really punctual, but there are times where I, where I fuck that up and I feel really bad. So thankfully, we haven't had to go anywhere these days. So it's it's, it's tough to be late for things. But yeah, being so, yeah being late is just like oh my god. Even I, thinking about it makes me angry. One of the things that the pandemic has done well is it's eliminated one of my pet peeves, which is commuting. I'm commuting is my least favorite thing in the entire world. You know how I feel about driving. So yes, but like, <laughs> but like commuting, like I fucking hate it. I used to, I, I had an internship at Samsung when I was 20, ran like a marketing campaign there. And from my parents' house to the office door, cause it was in Mississauga, it was two hours each way. Ew. And I had to take a, I had to take a, I had to walk to the subway station, take a subway and then wait for a go bus and then take the go bus and go it, like, it was, it was crazy. And I remember like, just being like that added so much. It was just so much money and so much exhaustion. And it was, ugh, I hate it. I hate sitting still. Like I hate, I hate just like, cause, cause when you're commuting, like you have to get somewhere yeah. and you're trying to do something. And I, uh, so I hate like having, knowing you have to do something and just only being forced to like sit still. I fucking, I hate that. Hate yeah. it. So yeah, commuting is a big one. Slow walkers. <laughs> I have, accidentally body checked so many people like out of the way i'm like move <laughs> i haven't been on the ttc just because of the pandemic as well but like just the ttc in general hate it hate it with like and people who walk slowly but in like an s pattern mm -hmm. so they're just constantly cutting you off and i'm like i am going to shove you like yeah. through a store window another one of mine is people who are mean to serving staff yeah that's not acceptable like that is a deal breaker for a date to step on that thing like my sister works at the keg mm -hmm. along with like a bunch of my friends and like especially like during the pandemic my sister came home like at the beginning like crying tears, like so yeah. many times or like christmas at the keg is like nuts mm -hmm. and my sister would come home crying more days than not and i'm like if you spoke to my sister the way she's describing in my presence and i was like there eating you better believe i'd be getting up and saying something her cat i just want some words i'm not not cool with that. Yeah, no. And and I totally agree with you. Like if you're if we go out yeah. for dinner on a date and like you're rude to the serving staff, you can bet like you're never hearing from me again. Or like you're either mean to service staff on a date or like because we you can only really go for walks on dates now. Yeah. If you're like if you make like weird comments about like a homeless person. Oh, yeah, no, that does. I've that's happened a couple times and I see that and it's just like who the fuck are you? My mom when I was younger, what she would do is like every Christmas season, we'd go out and we'd spend like $200 at like tim's mcdonald's and like taco bell or like whatever we would mm -hmm. and we would go and hand out like coffees and donuts to um the homeless people because my mom said like it's important for you to understand that there are people less fortunate than you and that if you have the power to you should be helping these people mm -hmm. so like we did that um what another one of my pet peeves this isn't necessary this approaches okay a deal breaker broken promises oh yeah like like uh to me, a, like a, it's people to rely like, on you. Commitment, accountability, yeah. commitment. Yeah, yeah. like I, I always that the like one of the big things like my grandfather really instilled in me, and like I still have it written like in in his handwriting, like mm -hmm. framed. It says, "Don't make promises you can't keep." Rachel Dory. Yeah. And like, yeah, like if you say like, there's a difference between like, yeah, like we can hang out, versus like I promise, like mm -hmm. I promise you, I will do this. Uh, like there's when a you fully commit when you say the words i promise then you have to back and, that up and you know this we've known each other for almost two years now how many times have i said i promise in the two years very ago? rarely yeah and when you have you come through 
yeah, and when I say it, like, yeah. you know that if I don't get it done, like, somebody has died. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I have fallen off a cliff. Like, broken promises to me. Even, like, commitments, like you said. Like, if you say, oh, like, let's have dinner, and you're just like, oh, I don't feel like it. Like, to me, you're not reliable. I can't rely on you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't want to be with you. I don't even want to have friends like you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's extremely important. Like, that, that's the foundation of any friendship is being able to rely on people. And the only time I have flaked on plans with you is when I had a heart episode. Yeah. And I mean, at that point, you were like, we're not hanging that's out. A di- that's You're a, a psycho. I feel like that's a pretty good excuse. Yeah. Like, so for me, bro, like if you, if you episode. promise something or you, you say, like, I will do shit. this, you do not. There, there's no There's no waffling there. on that. There's, like, yeah. you have to. Yeah. And I'm the exact same way. Like, that and just, like, being honest. Like, lying. Like, Oh, that's a deal breaker for me. That's yeah. not even a pet peeve. That's a deal breaker. All right. Well, I don't want to step on deal breaker. Okay. So I was, I'm going to say, like, self-entitlement. Like, any entitlement. That get that is just the most like I hate myself. Like I'm very clear about that. I don't like me. Not a big fan of it. And so you're never gonna catch me, you know, spouting off about how great I am. Like it's it's because I'm not. But people and and having confidence is great. I would love to know what that's like. Like it, having having confidence is fantastic, and you should love yourself. And you should you know there are days where you should be able to feel yourself. It's great. But there. That's it's not even that it's like entitlement is like just assuming that you are you you deserve things just assuming that yeah. things are like geared towards you just it's not even that like the world revolves around yeah just me. making every yeah. like people who make everything about them oh my god like the world does not revolve and I realize now that we're because we're in a pandemic and in a lockdown like everyone's living inside their own little world at this point. Yeah. So it's, it's very different. easy to get kind of like sucked down that, but there's a degree like, it, yeah, there's a lot of people who like you say something and they just make everything about themselves or they like, yeah, I, I'm just not a big fan of that. That's a huge pet peeve for me. What about you? Any, any others? Or do we want to go into deal breakers? Let's do deal breakers. Okay. Deal breakers. What, you know, looking for a perspective partner. What's a deal breaker for you? I have two. Two big ones. Okay, what's yours? Like, non-negotiable, will not have a discussion mm-hmm. about it. Cheating. Oh, of course. And lying. Yeah. I, I feel like those kind of come hand in hand, too. Okay, because there are, like, there are multiple people that, like, have, like, tried to, like, reach out to me or whatever, and they want, like, an, an open relationship, or they're like, you have to be, like, I'm going to date you and emotionally be attached to you, but, like, you have to be okay with me sleeping with other people. I'm like, what is wrong with you? That's not the way Absolutely this works. Absolutely not. No. And further to that, if you think you're going to approach me while you're with someone and I find out yeah. about it, like, A, one, I'm 100% telling your wife or mm. girlfriend, whatever. Like, I am that person. Yeah. I will tell them. Yeah. Two, you'd be lucky if I don't knee you in the nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, really lucky. No, 100%. Cheating is... It's the worst thing you can do in a relationship other than killing your partner. <laughs> yeah, like, I have... Some I've been cheated on. Dar- uh, yeah, I've been cheated yeah, on. Yeah, like just, it like, sucks. Growing up with some some shit and and yeah, me too. I, to me, even if I'm that person where it's like if I find out my friend is cheating, I will call them on. Yeah, it. of course. Like I, there is to me, there's no gray area. There's no excuse. And obviously, like your relationship is none of my business. But at the same time, if you're screwing around on my friend, I'm telling her. There's or no him. Ex- there's no excuse for cheating. No, you're just a shitty person. Like. And then people say, like, oh, pro athletes, because pro athletes are terrible for it. No, I know. But it's like, just because you're a pro athlete doesn't make you better. Doesn't mean, like, you can cheat and get away with it. Like, to me, cheating is... Dude, LeBron James has been with his high school sweetheart his whole life. Like, you know, but, like, there's there are plenty of athletes 
one which we who's asked we like to mention on this podcast all the time who are you know who are in very happy either marriages or relationships yeah there are a lot of good people but there are a lot of bad athletes and cheating is like look that, that I've is had so many athletes like even reach out to me and i'm like uh, excuse me that's the worst feeling you can have man is getting cheated on because oh, it's so bad like the thing is like when i'm because it puts you in a cycle of like i'm not good enough or yeah. like i already for various reasons don't trust people yeah and it's like it's kind of a running joke that like the reason I'm not dating anyone is because I don't trust anyone Mm -hmm. and it's really not a joke like I I don't date people because I have trust issues like Mm -hmm. think about how long it took me for me to tell you like I trust you it's just as a friend yeah like how many people do I trust that don't have my last name none other than me yeah that's it like it's it's crazy for me, it's Adam went on a great rant about this on the last SDP and it, it really resonated with me. But like someone when you're in a relationship with someone like you are a big a big part of that is supporting the other person's interests and vice versa. So like on dating profiles, like, you know, if you're you know, my deal breaker is guys who play video games. It's like, you know what? Maybe I like to work. Maybe I work hard. And that's how that's what I do to unwind. Yeah. Or maybe it's a coping mechanism for me. Or maybe now, if you're playing 18 hours oh, yeah, a day, yeah. that's it, a no, different story. It's different. Like, this is like, you know, I want a man, I want a boy who plays video games. Like, no, like, anyone can play video games. Yeah. Anyone, like, I feel as like... As long I, as you're not playing 15 hours a day. Yeah. And so, well, really... Or, no, like, shirking your other responsibilities. Exactly. As long like, as if it's you're not, playing video games and shirking on your yes, kids, like, exactly. The then that's different. But, like... So it like I'm really I'm really into Star Wars, really into like comic book movies and comic books. Like, you know, I was bullied a lot as a kid. I was a fat kid growing up. It's, you know, probably why there's some issues. Also, yeah, maybe let's not bully people. That's yes, that's, that's a big one. Pet yeah. peeve. But like, you know, I was I was bullied growing up a lot. I was a fat kid. And so comics and like superheroes and stuff, they were like my they were my outlet. Like they were they were, you know, my safe spot. And so that grew up like that. They mean a lot to me because they were there for me when a lot of people weren't. And if I'm in a relationship with someone and. Like, for example, I go see, like, the new the newest. Like, I should be able to tell you how excited I am and how, like, you know, all about the new movie I saw. Or, or like... You know what? The supporting, that's a... I never really thought of that, but, like, you would know this, but, like, in one of my previous relationships, I was with someone who flat out didn't support me working in hockey because he didn't want me mm-hmm. around other men. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of that person. Yeah. And... And now that you bring it up, like, I never really thought about that as a deal breaker, but I feel like, I feel like that's super important to like support the other, but it's also a good thing to have different things. Yes. You have to have different interests in people. Like you can't be the same person. Everything together. But it's like, there's a difference between like, like, okay, supporting is not like, like if I'm, if I get in a relationship with someone, I'm not expecting them to become the biggest Star Wars fan ever. Watch every Star Wars movie with me, you know, talk about like. I'm just expecting them to say, you know, oh man, I like, I'm expecting them to listen to me when I tell them about the Mandalorian finale and how much it meant to me. And the same, same as vice versa. If that person, you know, that person has a ton of, a ton of interest, I'm going to be supportive of that too. It's, it's, there's a difference between like being, like being supportive and getting like totally engrossed. Your expectation should be this person at least allows you to pursue what is long within reason allows you to pursue what makes you happy. Yeah. Those watching those movies, getting that adrenaline and that, you know, serotonin from it makes me happy. They're the like superhero movies are, or like happy crying when it comes to watching like moments I never thought would play out on screen. It's the only time I cry. And that or like you being the supportive friend allowing me to 
discuss Bayern Munich. Yeah, I don't know fucking anything about that. But and, and I, I hope I sp- you know that when I go to Germany, I'm coming back with the full Bayern getup for you. Like, oh great, I can't wait, happen. and I'll fucking wear it. I don't know a single player. I don't know anything about soccer, but I literally will let you talk about it. I will let you watch it on my TV while we're like setting up stuff. I will do whatever, man, because that's what a good not just like relationship, but friendship is. You support each other's interests, like it. Yeah. So I've like, and there are a lot of people who you know, like I hate those. I hate those relationships where like the guy will be like, oh, you know, my my girlfriend is watching The Bachelor and like I just roll my eyes and I don't even want to hear. But no, watch it with her, man. Play it's, the drinking game. Play the drinking game. Play Bachelor Fantasy. Do something. Make it fun. Show that you care because one of the best feelings in the world is watching a movie that means so much. Like when I watched The Dark Knight with you, that was fucking rad because I got to watch one. Of, I got to introduce one of my friends to it and watch it through their eyes. Yeah. And it was so much fun and it meant a lot because you showed like. You showed that you cared about that one of my biggest, in- and it's fucking red. And now, it's like, sick. yeah. So when I see like people who are like, uh, I don't want to watch, you know, X thing with with my partner because I'm just not into it, or, or you know, oh, I hate. It. They're always talking about this. Like, there's a scene in. There's difference of like so for me because of one of the conditions I have, like one of my friends loves Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I can't watch it because yes. I yeah, yeah, you'll get grossed out at yeah, the yeah. sight of blood. But there, yeah, so, so that's, I, oh, that's a there's a difference. There's a difference though. there. If I didn't, I would watch it. Like I wouldn't care. But like even just having a conversation, like my conversations with you are like a certain individual in my life, where like previously it was like you messed up our relationship because you worked in hockey mm-hmm. versus like me going to this person and being like I don't know if I want to work in hockey or if I want to do this other thing. Mm-hmm. And this individual's response was. Because I was worried that if I did this other thing, I wouldn't be able to work in hockey again, which is like still yeah. what I want to do. And this person's response was the complete opposite. It was like, you're so young. And he said I was smart. Thank you to that person, which is Boost. super debatable. Um, yeah, I'm so self-deprecating. It's really bad. Um, but you can pursue whatever you would like and whatever you want to pursue. As long as it's not detrimental to your health, I'm going to support you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is how you do things. That's, 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 <laughs> any, that's a relationship romantic or otherwise. Yeah, like you, you're just a supportive. Yeah, like I... I'm also, let's clarify, not in a romantic relationship with this person. This mm-hmm. person is just a very supportive yeah. friend. Uh, it's... It's huge. Like there are a lot of like, it's just essentially it's support, but it's being able to enjoy and be open to each other's passions. Like yeah. I was in a very long relationship up until I think March. March. Was it March? I, I think it was dude. March 19th to be specific. I don't think, I, I think we got a little bit into quarantine. I don't know. I actually don't. It was just after St. Patrick's Day. Jesus. I, man, because time remember is, you and I were going to go out for St. Patrick's yeah. Day and then. Time is a construct. <laughs> time is a construct at this point. But like there, there's a lot, like I, I started watching The Bachelor because of her. I started watching Love It or List at Vancouver because of her. You and know, now like you there's. Won't even watch The Bachelorette with me. Well, I would watch The Bachelorette with you, <laughs> but like it's. It, I'm also just not interested in this season. Once, uh, maybe next season. Like I'll, I'll watch Matt's season. See, I actually I wasn't interested in Claire. I was interested in Tasha. Yeah, because Tasha is. I don't want to see. Tasha. I don't want to see Tasha with someone else. Yeah, she should be true. with me. Um, <laughs> but okay, anyway. yeah. So this is a good deal breaker. I yeah, feel like that's... just being like being open to someone's interests. It's also. <sighs> Also, you need to be, maybe this is not, maybe this is not a deal breaker. Maybe it's more of a pet peeve. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to have goals in life. Yes, like, be driven. Like, if I am going on a date with you and I go, do you, like, what do you want to do with your mm-hmm. life? Like, wh- and your response is, I don't, know. I don't really know. Like, I haven't gone to school because I've just been vibing. Like, that happened once and I was like, okay, that's enough. Were you going on a date with a valley girl? <laughs> uh, no, but he was basically the opposite of that. He was like, <laughs> I've just been really vibing and like, I don't really yeah. feel the need to 
to like do anything and i'm like okay like personally i'm very i'm i'm very attracted to people with drive i'm too driven for my own good to the point where like i will make myself ill but like if someone like people in I positions down. people in positions of power you know people who are very driven to to get to certain places like that's because that's awesome that's like, attractive to me power powerful women i'm very attractive to that attracted to that well, like it's you get that powerful woman then we I, will we find you one i am like it's great and basically it's it you don't have to have your whole life planned out no like well, if you go on a date you don't have to tell me you know your life plan for the next 10 years i don't need, yeah i don't need a five and ten year plan but someone like passion like some your what you're passionate about what you want to do like look we're in the middle of a pandemic so like no one knows what they want to do at these points no one knows i would like to live yeah but like <laughs> If I say, like, oh, what are you interested in? Like, I don't really know. Oh, I like music. <laughs> yeah, I like music. Like, you gotta have something more than that, man. Come on. Like, I don't okay. know. So, if we... Any other deal breakers for you? No. No? Okay. Next one. So, if we weren't in hockey, what would we be doing? Uh, like, we might be similar in this case, actually. I would be doing one of two things. What would you be doing? I'd be a lawyer. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Um, I still might, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't decided. I went to school to be a lawyer, so... Um. Or I'd be living in Germany, hmm. like without even my parents are still afraid that I'm going to go over there for school next year and, and just never, and come, never back. come back. I'm afraid about that. Don't don't leave me. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I can definitely see either of those. I would either be a lawyer, although don't really want But it. I wouldn't be like a defense lawyer. I'd be a, no. like a corporate litigator. Oh, yeah. I would be. Yeah. Like, like an agent type. Of yes. Situation. I would be the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, I would. OK. I, this is a very. Have you written your LSAT? No. I studied for it a bit, but I haven't written the LSAT. Um, I have a box of study booklets in my room. I'll <laughs> help you. I didn't really well in my to. LSAT. I don't, I'm not, what, what's the point? I'm not going to do it. Like, oh, I don't yeah, care. you're working in hockey now. Um, one is, yeah, be a lawyer, because that's what I kind of went to school for. And I feel like I'd be a decent one. Or... It'd be Stevens and Dory. Stevens and Dory and Stevens. Yes. Yeah. That. Um, yes. Uh, but... Another one is, so this is a very, uh, there are two, and this can kind of show you the kind of person I am because I like to be alone 99% of my time. So there's a movie called Manchester by the Sea. Yes. Incredibly sad movie. Good movie, but, but just painfully sad. I was this depressed. Is, this is not the, this is, that's not the point of what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to preface it because if I say, you know, what, what do I want to do? And then I bring up Manchester by the Sea, people are going to be like, you want to have your kids die? I'm like, no, <laughs> no. no, but the main character in, in that movie lives you know in the the north like lives in basically like the northeast of of new england like around massachusetts or wherever works at the docks lives alone go, just hangs out in sports bars watches games goes home whatever that sounds like a very simple and nice life to me that sounds fantastic there's another one and this is my this is my ultimate dream for life because i don't think i'm ever gonna get married i don't think i'm ever gonna have kids and, mike and i are very much on the same wavelength yes. with this and so my my dream would be to live on a farm alone with my Bernese mountain dog. Okay, I don't like the farm part. Why not? You don't like being outside? I love getting, you know, working with your hands, having your buddy next to you. Like, it's it's fantastic. I... Well, you, like, your body wouldn't hold up on a farm. Like, yeah. you, you'd throw a bale of hay and then you'd fucking disintegrate. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I want condo life or, like, house that is... Like, I don't know, good enough for me and a dog. I'd like a mix. Like, I'd like, I'd probably like keep this place, which is right downtown. But then I'd also have like a farm with my one, with my good buddy. Just, you know, wake up at the crack of dawn, feed the chickens. I'd have to have a hot tub. That's, tend the that's field. A, yeah, yeah. A must. Just 
a place where everyone leaves me alone and I can just See, be one with I'm going to get that. Like when I go to Germany, mm-hmm. I'm using only, I'm only going to use my German phone. Like I'm going to suspend yeah. my number here. So like I'll still have it, but like it's mm-hmm. just going to be suspended. And like my immediate family and like maybe seven people will have yeah. from from this part of the will have my phone number and if you want to get me like it'll have to be through like facebook or whatever just because like i i don't mm-hmm. i don't want it like i yeah. just i need i need to breathe and so for me like it's a good one <laughs> if you make that list hey you made it man like that like, like you on the list. i appreciate that i would hope so considering we have a show together yeah um all right next one should probably like don't have to rush but just want to make sure we, we get through all these apart from parents or siblings who's the most important person in your life my opa there's legitimately like literature in the athletic about how mm. important he is to me apart from parents or siblings jeez yeah it's tough i would yeah that was it's i am damaged now because of how he died and yeah. everything that happened he's easily like the sun rises and sets on his shoulders for me like i like it says apart from parents and siblings like my dad for sure like i well, yeah like my mom it would be i'm very mom. i'm very very close with my dad you know, like it, it, he's one of the only reasons why I survived U of T of all, all that. So apart from like your <sighs> immediate family. Man, that's really tough. It's really, really tough. Most important person in my life apart from my immediate family. Like you're probably in there. Oh. For sure. Love you. <laughs> but other than that, I can't really think of my friend Patrick. We've been friends since literally the day we Patrick were born. Star. Yeah, Patrick Starr. Yeah. No, Patrick Gallagher. Shout out. Um, best bud being through everything together. I would say him or you. Yeah. Um, I feel honored guys. I'm not going to lie. Favorite way to eat potatoes. Oh, I'm Irish. So this, this is okay. What's yours? I don't, I don't know if I can have one favorite way. Like potatoes are the most, can we knock out French fries? Cause I feel like that's, a that's, given. that's just, yeah. Like I eat McDonald's on a regular basis. Like, okay, fine. Yeah. But actually that's not even my favorite way to eat potatoes. What's your favorite? Uh, I I don't know how to say it in English. Okay. Um, but essentially, it's a German dish, I'm assuming. Yeah. So yeah, essentially, yeah. it's actually not like it's boiled German potatoes. They have like different soil over there, so they, mm-hmm. they, it's not the same here. Um, but like boiled German potatoes with like salt and um, I think it's parsley, maybe that's like in the water, so mm-hmm. just kind of like Ooh, ingrains yeah. in. It's called Zeitzkartoffeln. <laughs> um, okay. But like literally, when I went to Germany last year. I landed, and my aunt was like, what do you want for dinner? And I literally just said, like, those. And she's like, what else? I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, those. Mm -hmm. And so every day while I was there, 21 days, 22 days, potatoes. Like, those potatoes. With, like, obviously other stuff. Like, there's, like, German meat and, like, Mm -hmm. whatever. But, like, that's my favorite way. And, like, my Oma used to make them all the time. I don't know. That's my favorite way to eat potatoes. My nan and papa would make like roast beef a lot just because like that's a very sort of like they're Scottish slash British. So that's a very just like thing to do. But they would put the potatoes in the pan with like the with like the roast and it would like roast and just get this crispy like salty like. Yeah, that's great. Also, I could eat an unlimited amount of McDonald's hash browns. I know that's that's almost sacrilegious for me to say because I'm Irish. I'm supposed to be a potato Puritan, but like. I could eat an unlimited amount of McDonald's. Yeah, I, but like when it comes, <laughs> everyone's like, we know. Like breakfast, like bre- like the the hash browns that they serve oh. for McDonald's breakfast. Like I don't, there is not a number that I could not eat of that. 
Well, I showed up, what was it, a couple weeks ago, yeah, and my that. breakfast was four hash browns. Yeah, and I was I was eyeing it, man. You and, were. Uh, yeah, I was eyeing it. All so, right. French fries, and then we each have our own, like... So, I'm going to say favorite alcoholic beverage. We can answer that, but then I want to get into favorite... Uh, a little spinoff for me is favorite, like, specialty cocktail. Because alcoholic beverage, like, you get, like, if we just say beer, next question, like, bleh. I want to say, like, favorite alcoholic beverage and get as specific as you can, like, brand, type, whatever. I am extremely specific. And I know exactly which one you're going to do. And then I want to get into favorite um, alcoholic beverage, uh, cocktail. So go for it. Goslings and Coke. And not Goslings and Pepsi. And not Captain Morgan's Feist Rum. Like, Goslings Black Seal. Mm Mm-hmm. And Coca-Cola. When I go to the keg, which is where my sister works and my friend is the head bartender, like, if I don't get the drink that's named after me, I will get I, a, um, what will I get? I'll get, um, like, a Long Island iced tea because the keg does Pepsi, and I categorically refuse yes. to have Goslings and Pepsi. It's unacceptable to me. Um, but somebody bought me... A, so there's ver- different variations of Goslings. So the one you can buy at the liquor store um, is the one I usually get. But as a present, someone got me two bottles of, like, limited edition. Like, I think only a hundred of them were made worldwide. Yeah. Um, you of, brought the really nice stuff over here, and it's... And you were, like, afraid to drink it because you're like, this is... I'm like, this is too good for me. Too nice. But also, like, I don't... It I'm not a huge in, rum like, a guy. It comes in, like, a box. I know. <laughs> like, it is... Or, no, it comes in, like, a wooden box. But the thing is, like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's so nice. And that's, like, sipping rum to me. Like, yeah. you don't... No, you don't, that's not you a don't rum mix and that. Thing. No, no, no. But if I'm drinking rum and Coke, I will... If you don't have Gosling's, which it's it's mm-hmm. expensive, so some restaurants don't, I will accept Captain Morgan spiced rum mm-hmm. or even, like, Sailor Jerry. Mm-hmm. Under no circumstances will I be having white rum. No, no, no. You don't have mojitos or anything? No, 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 with Coke. Oh, you no. You don't mix light uh, alcohol with dark drinks ron swanson from uh parks and rec one of the best shows ever has a great line where he says clear alcohols for rich women on diets <laughs> <laughs> which is no but so, still so the, the the goslings and coke is my favorite alcoholic beverage so i have a bunch of answers to this because i'm very particular about like what situations i pair with my alcohol so if i'm watching like a sport well, yeah if i'm at the madison i'm not having a gosling no obviously coke. obviously but like i'm a very like so if I'm watching a game, like a football game, hockey game, whatever, I go for like the most like generic cheap beer because I feel like that fits the mood. Like I want to have like a Bud, like literally just like a Bud, not a Bud Light, never, never touching that. <laughs> but I want to have like literally like a Molson Canadian I export. Molson. I love Molson Ooh, export. export. That's good. Man, before the pandemic, there's this great hole in the wall, hole in the wall sports bar around the corner from my place at, at, in Kensington. And I would just go there. They had export like bottles, like not, and not the new label, like the old label bottles of export. And I would just like nurse that and watch hockey. It was so great. I miss my life. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I'll do that. If I'm, if I'm like in a social gathering with like, with people, I love like sort of having like craft beer, but I'm not a snob about it, right. but like, I like Woodhouse. It's an Ontario craft beer. It's really good. My ex-girlfriend's cousin worked for Woodhouse, so I, do you like which Great was great. Lakes? See, I don't drink beer unless it's not really drink. like. I, uh, even then, I'm so particular. Like, I don't drink. I don't drink beer on this side of like, yeah. I, on this continent. The but. best beer I've ever had, and this will never be touched. And it's almost like it's all. It's almost torture that I had to have this, and because I unless I go there, I can never have it again. And so we we had a uh, we had an exchange trip when I was in grade twelve in Denmark, and so. We all went over to Denmark, and I think the teacher is just, like, one day, I've only thrown up three times from alcohol in my life. 
I hate throwing up, but I've only thrown up three yeah. times. One of, this was the first time in Denmark because the drinking age over there, 16. Yep. We were all 18. Same great. in Germany. Well, Germany yeah. is 16 for beer and 18 for liquor. What's And the, the cultural differences, because we were staying, you know, each of us had like a billet. Like we were yeah. doing exchange. So they came over here. We went over there. So I stayed cutest kid ever, Nikolai. Literally looked like an elf. We got along great. Miss him to death. Um, and what's great is they bike. Like obviously they bike everywhere over there. So I just would burn off the, the, the beer. Environmentally cow. friendly. Incredible. Concept. Um, so the, and we went on a tour of the Carlsberg brewery. Oh, but yeah. I did. What's funny is I didn't have this beer at the Carlsberg brewery, brewery. I had this beer during a day where the teachers were essentially like, there's nothing on our schedule here from noon out. So just run wild children. And that's spent like all when my, our teacher took us to Amsterdam. Spent so all my money. Not a good idea. But Carlsberg special. Ooh. Best beer I've ever had. Because Carlsberg is like, it's, it's brewed in Copenhagen. We were in Copenhagen. And it is only served there. So it's like the, there's, there's it, a few beers like Oktoberfest. Oh, I don't know what it is, but man, I will never, like, I'll never recapture that, that moment. I'll never recapture Here's that taste. Do. When I'm in Germany, <sighs> you are going to come visit me. I'm getting like emotional talking about you it. You are going to come visit me. Yes. We are going to go to Oktoberfest. Yeah. I'm going to teach you the ways of Oktoberfest. And then we should go to Denmark and. To what? Denmark. Denmark? That's what they say to me. Oh, Denmark. okay. Leave me alone. Okay. Um, and. I want to try this beer because I, I hate good, beer. Man. I refuse. Like, I hate it. I like liquor. It's and just Licorolo. smooth. It's, oh, it's fantastic. Also, don't order nachos in a... No. In, in a... In uh, Europe. Just don't do it. No, but don't order, na- don't order nachos in an Irish pub in Denmark. Ew. <laughs> not a good idea. Um, so I do that. But my favorite... I'm a big scotch guy. So it's the same thing with... It's the same thing with... Um, like, I'm a rum snob with you and you're a yes. Okay. And, like... I don't want to say I'm a snob of any alcohol, but like there's certain like if I want I love and my favorite like I guess cocktail like is a scotch and soda. Just literally oh, yeah. like, like just three fingers of scotch, some ice, soda, ice, soda, and then a little bit of lime. Nothing beats it. It's great. It's crisp. You put some hair on your chest. It's great. Hair that you can shave off with your new Manscaped uh, 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 grooming tool. Use the promo code StaffGraph for 20% off your next order plus free shipping. Um, I it, see like I okay so cocktail. I have one named after me at the keg. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, it's yeah, like it's I'll just walk, like a blended I'll like Nick Chicken, and 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 she'll just look at me like, which one do you want? And I'm like the Dory, the, 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 Rachel. the Rachel. Okay, but yeah, like I'm when I'm in Mexico, like we have a place in Mexico, and, mm-hmm. and when I'm there, um, it like I will take whatever the drink of the day is there so like it could be anything from like a the old the mango meltdown there mm-hmm. i don't even know what's in it but it's nectar of the god okay so there's certain so i'm I, I'm, I'm very abashed that if alcohol tastes good like i'm just gonna drink it i don't care about like <laughs> i don't care about like stereotypes with guys whatever i'm just gonna drink it. there is a drink so I, the duke of kent right a young in eglinton I, I oh remember, yes, Eglinton, my favorite street. Yeah, I went there with uh, with actually Adam Scaris, who used to run Leafs Nation before I did. We went there, and I literally looked at the menu. I'm like, okay, what is the like, what is the like, quote unquote, girliest drink here? Yeah. Which I hate that you have that has to be the association, but I want it, and it was called the Woo Woo. And <laughs> it, of course it was. And it's a vodka cran with peach schnapps, and it tasted oh, fucking amazing. My grandfather used to make this drink. I don't. No, I think actually the official name for it is like Sex on the Beach. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Sex on the so Beach. Okay, so used to make those by the pool. <sighs> Fantastic. I haven't had one that tasted that good since. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I actually still have the bottle of peach schnapps, like, that was sitting yeah. in his house. And, like, I won't, like, open it. It's four years old. I'm not going to drink it. But it's just, like, I have it. Yeah. Um, but there's, at the Maddie, there's this thing. I think it's, like, a Varsity Black or a Varsity Blue drink. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea what's in it. It's a blue thing. It tastes I know what you're really talking good. about. Um, I know the Maddie too well. But I like... Um, so my drink at the keg is some variation mm-hmm. of a... Like Shirley Temple with oh. Grey Goose vodka in yeah, it. Yeah, you speak my language. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's my vibe. What's your favorite shot? Oh, damn. That's we're good. Getting, we're going we're gonna to move on, but what's your favorite shot? It's good. We also... Our producer is on winter break right now, so we can go as long as we want. Yes. Um... Favorite shot. Damn, that's really good because they're like. <sighs> Mine's a Burt Reynolds. I like I don't have like a weird like funny name for it. I literally I like Mezcal shots. Tequila? But Mezcal. It's a, it's smoky. I like I, I, I told you I hate myself. Clearly. It, I like to. Man, the last time I did tequila death. shot, it came out my nose. I like to flare with that. Like it blur. It literally made me blind for a minute. What's your most controversial food opinion? This is the next question we got. Ooh, controversial. By the way, sorry we don't have the usernames for the people who, who asked us this. Some didn't want to be named, named, and other, and we just put them in the dock. Yeah, you can live vicariously through um, us knowing that you asked this. Ooh, most controversial food opinion. You I got an, I got a weird one. Okay, pickles are bad, but pickle flavored foods are good. Yeah, that's fucking weird. I, I literally ate a pickle earlier. Today. I love, I love pickled flavored things. Okay, I will not eat a pickle. I love dill pickle chips. Fucking great. If you literally like on a burger, if you just like sprinkle pickle juice on it, it'll be awesome. Put a pickle in there. No, thank you. Um, also cooked fruit. I hate cooked fruit. Ew. I hate it. The only one is barbecued pineapple. Nope. Won't do it. I hate pineapple. Okay. That's weird. Um, only- okay. Well, I'm lactose. So like any of like, so like mayo is fucking nasty. Um, I'm white. I love mayo. I vomit if I drink milk, so, like, none of that. But I would say controversial, like, food opinion, ketchup chips are the best chip. Yeah, I, I don't even think that's super, like, ketchup Oh, no, Americans are, oh, yeah, like, well, Ameri- out yeah. of your tree. If you, yeah. like... Ketchup chips are the best chip. Yeah. And this might strike people as odd. Uh-oh. I don't eat fast food unless it is McDonald's. Interesting. Why? Don't like it. I also think beans are beans and mushrooms are my are the my least favorite foods. Those two right there. Like green beans or like no 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 no, no. Like, like beans that would you would get on like a burrito. Oh, like le- like lentil beans. Like those are disgusting. Lentil terrible. Black Lentils, terrible. Le- Brown Lentils terrible. Are gross. Uh, yeah. Any beans? I will, like I I have like whenever I go to Chipotle, no beans. Just like blah. And mushrooms? Nope. I don't care. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I'll I will have friggin' onions and garlic out the wazoo. Mushrooms get the fuck out of my face. Um. This is this is a good one. I don't know who sent this, but I appreciate it. Oddest reason you stopped seeing someone. Ooh, odd? Like, just most, I guess most, like, interesting reason you stopped seeing someone. I was going to say, like, being cheated on? Does that count? No, that does I mean, like, <laughs> That's did not someone, interesting. were you seeing someone and they just did something and you were like, yeah, this isn't going to work? Uh, oh, well, I stopped seeing an individual that I was seeing in university because, like, two months into our relationship he was talking about getting married mm. and i was like whoa slow down <laughs> but that's like the oddest reason that i've stopped seeing like i i don't know like i feel like i'm one of those people that just kind of has commitment issues yeah. um and and just kind of gets bored like i i don't um oh no 
I stopped seeing someone because they became a professional athlete, and I have a full hard line on becoming uh, on dating anyone who is a professional athlete, and it wasn't even a hockey player. People are gonna try and find that out now. So can't wait. You're not gonna be able to do it. Damn. For me, I think it was it was one of the deal breakers. It was this person saw them for like a very very small amount of time, and the person like just wouldn't like get into any of my interests. Like wouldn't let me talk about them. Yeah. Wouldn't pay any attention, and like. Again, that's like that's fine. You're not obligated to become a giant, gigantic Star Wars fan or sports fan or whatever. But just like just acknowledging it a little bit, like I do that. I, I do that for you because I like seeing you happy and being able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Is it will make you happy. And if there's no reciprocation of that, and so I was just like, I don't think this is gonna work because this is like a, a relationship is supposed to be above all like a friendship. I think. Yeah. And I wouldn't be friends with you. So if I'm you can't, definitely not dating you then. Yeah. Um, when we're when you're stressed, which is twenty four seven for both of us, what do you do to relax slash reset? This is interesting because I I only recently like. I feel like you can guess what I do. <laughs> Why don't you just tell the listeners? I eat McDonald's. Yes. Yeah, for me, and this is this is weird. I watch chiropractic videos on YouTube. <laughs> Time out. Yeah. Pardon me. Yeah, they are so so calming. I'll show you one after. So calming. This is no, no. no. It, I know it sounds weird, but trust me. I am like I know it sounds weird. Right Just now. trust me. These are shout out Doctor Bender, best account on there. It's literally because I need to go to a chiropractor desperately. My body is broken. I go weekly, but not to yeah. like the same chiro. Like I, mine's a physio chiro. Like there, I can't have my neck adjusted because mm-hmm. of yeah. Issues. But I. I so I just my live, hips get adjusted regularly. I live vicariously through those videos. They're so calming. Interesting. And they really, they just like, they put me to sleep, man. I watch them every night before bed. Like go for those who, who are maybe interested in that. That is a quirk, my dude. I know. For those who are interested in that, YouTube chiropractic medicine. It's a channel. It's got a bald guy in, in the, like he's a bald guy, Dr. Bender. A lot of his stuff was a little like too spiritual for me. Like I don't know all about like chakras and shit like that, mm. but he does like, he just like he's got a very calming voice. He does like he does these weird like sort of um, verbal ticks when he's doing that to help like relax. Like it's all this ancient stuff. He does uh he does this thing called an ileocecal valve release, which looks really like looks. I you know that what that is? Today, actually, yeah, man. I just so it's so great. I love it. Love watching that stuff, and that really calms me down. Yeah. See, I eat McDonald's, um, and I have like some go to like. Okay, so, like, I do a couple of things. I'm not going to get into, like, what I mean, I'm, I'm a guy. I'm a guy. You could probably assume the other thing I do to relax. So. Yeah, we're all, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to get into what goes on in the bedroom. I have a staunch rule that what happens in the bedroom stays in the bedroom. Yeah. Like, it's Vegas rules. Um, but for me, like, I have a couple things that, I mean, like, the psychiatrist recommended stuff notwithstanding because, like, yeah. I'm not sharing that. Um, but, like, I eat McDonald's. Um... I have, like, two people that I talk to that, like, mm-hmm. constantly talk me off a cliff. Yep. And then I have, like, two TV shows that, like, I will watch on repeat just, like, in the background because, um, like, that calms me down. Wow. What are those two TV shows? Suits. I love Suits. And Shit's Creek. Yeah. Suits is one of the best shows. Like, I, I love that show to death. I passed out the day I met Gabriel Mocked. Like oh. legitimately Donna, give me some Don. Give me dial me up some Donna. You know how I said I like powerful women. 
Donna. Donna. Also, like, obviously, Meghan Markle. She's literally, like, one of the most beautiful She's people on the planet. Um, incredible. All right. So I guess this one's for me. Mike, how do you take your coffee? Again, I'm very particular, and I have different... You're a coffee snob. Not really. Yes, really. No, I have a French press, but the coffee That's I put... coffee snob, guys. I, couldn't, I put the coffee I put in the French press is either Tim's in a gigantic tin or McDonald's. Ground okay, coffee. I'm gonna get you some nice coffee that you can't be French pressing. No, I was doing, coffee. I was doing, like I, I was buying like you know nice Starbucks ones or stuff like that. But it's just like nice Starbucks one. No, no, no. I'm gonna get you like okay, Jimmy's okay, or okay. I got you. Christmas is. I here. appreciate that. Um, you already got me seven chocolates, so I appreciate that. Um, more where that came from. So it it depends because I have I I literally lived off coffee university. I'm assuming you did too, but like uh, yeah. Oh, no, no, you're allergic. My bad. Sorry. Did so, I live off coffee? No, no you would have died off coffee. Died. <laughs> so I literally, like, I would have, like, two, at least two large coffees from Tim Hortons every single day that I was in university. Oh, my God, like, that I needed makes to. my heart hurt. I know. I know. Um, the fact that I'm still alive, amazing. My coat. I was literally, like, sweating coffee. Like you, like, it would, like, you could smell coffee sweating when coffee I would smell. It wasn't Bahan. I was, like, I'm not going to, like, that's where... Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do that. It was Gerstein, actually. That's the best library at U of T. That or the Trin? I, well, Trin is, Trin is different. Anyway, um, so if, I, if it's productivity I'm looking for, like if it's for results, obviously go black. Just like, just straight jet fuel. if I were to, like, I go to Starbucks a lot to get hot chocolate and, mm. like, passion tea lemonades. Um, like, if I were to get a coffee on my way here, what would I get in it for you? Because I don't, like, this is not, like, I don't, I don't need, like, straight results. Like, I just need something that'll, like, you know, perk me up a bit, but, like, keep me good. Yeah, just chilling. So I would get, like, I would probably, like, if you were stopping at, like, Tim's, I'd probably get, like, a double-double. Okay, so, like, you're not the person that's, like, I need four sugars and no. eight cream. No, double-double's a lot, but, like, that, I've... but that's for taste. Like, okay. it would literally just be, like, that's more of, like, a treat. Okay. For result, like for for here, I just put a little bit of cream and like a tiny little bit of sugar on a spoon. So like a half half. Ha- like maybe a half half, yeah. Um, for again for results, black coffee, straight jet fuel right into the aorta, like jet you did. Jet fuel. And then for but it, so and if I'm like just going for a walk or if it's a nice wintry day, going for a walk, I will go to Starbucks. I'll get a caramel macchiato. Those are amazing, and it's a nice little treat for myself. Again, I don't like. The re- like people who label drinks as like manly or girly, like we gotta no, get the, that. The, the, the white girl drink is like, I need a tall, non fat almond milk, the extra hot with this many pumps of mm-hmm. this. And two, like, if it takes you more than five seconds to say, it's too much. I walk in, I go, I need if a. If you can't repeat it back to me immediately, like if, if, like if I tell it to the, to, if I tell it to the, the, the employee and that employee can't repeat it back to me immediately, your drink is too complicated. Change it yeah. up. Like mine is, I get one of two things. It's not the fucking Da Vinci or Code depending, here. like at Christmas time, yeah. there's an extra word. So I'll get a grande, extra hot, hot chocolate. At you don't like milk though. I, I know I don't like milk. I no, but, but you still. Lactose pills. No, but you don't like milk, but you, you get a hot chocolate. Like that's all milk. It's yeah. just like with chocolate lactose added to pills. it. <laughs> um, Wait, do you not like milk or, or does your body not like my milk? My body doesn't but like But you milk. like milk. Oh, see, I've never drank milk my whole life. So, okay. yeah. Sorry, I um, need to clarify or that. Or in the summertime, I'll get a raspberry passion tea lemonade. And a, a PTL is, like, one of the most popular drinks there. So you could say, like, when I walk in, I go, I raspberry PTL. And, like, that's it. All right. So that's how you take your coffee. That's good for me to know, because now when I stop at Starbucks, I will get you that. I appreciate that. Even though I have a French press here, so. All right, fine. Um, Rachel, favorite place in Germany? Ooh. It depends. 
Um, obviously, like, where my family is. But that's not my favorite place. So, at Christmas time, my favorite place is Dresden. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that? Pardon? What is that? It's a city. Okay. It's where, uh, it's where the Frauenkirche is, which is, like, the famous church that was bombed out during the war. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where my grandmother's from. Uh, and if I just like, just my favorite place generally is München, like Munich. Interesting. Um, that is because my soccer team is there. Um, like everything I know is other apart, like my family used to live there and now they live like just outside of like Berlin Potsdam mm. and Potsdam is where like during the war, like that's where the Truman house is. That's where the Churchill house is. Like that's where the big yeah. hub was. So like I have like pictures of me with the wall that's like in our family backyard. That's sick. Cause we just haven't taken it down. I love that. But like München is like, it's beautiful. Like the, the square that's where Oktoberfest is mm-hmm. like the Glockenspiel is there. Adidas is there. Glockenspiel. Love that. Yeah, and the Glockenspiel is like one of the coolest places. Yeah. Um, Marineplatz is like stunning. It mm-hmm. makes young and Dundas square look awful. Um, Young and Dundas Square just looks awful in general. You're also, like, Marine Platz is, like, a sacred space. Like, you are not allowed to protest there. Like, it's it's, it's a legitimate law. Like, you could protest in Germany the same way you could protest here, but there are certain places where you are not allowed to do that because they're considered, like... Okay, interesting, interesting. So, those are my favorite places. I know they're plain, but, like, I'm not going to say, like, Mm -hmm. Bremerhaven, which is, like, in the north where, like, all the yachts and shit are, like... (laughs) Okay, so we have we have another one here. Knowing what you know about the players now, how would you redraft the first five picks of the 2016 NHL draft? Who are the first five picks? Of well, the I have picks? it pulled up here. Okay. So the first five picks, but like, who would you who would you pull up? Who, like, who would you draft top five? Knowing what we know now about these players. Oh, interesting. Like, so, so the first five picks that went. This is the original first five picks in the 2016 draft. So it's Matthews number one, Line A number two, Dubois number three, Pulleyarvi number four, Ole Ulevi number five. So clearly, okay, so no. yeah. So we have we have. There's a lot. Ooh. There's a lot to work with here because this was the year Debrincat fell. Okay, so number one stays the same. Of course, number one definitely stays the same. Um, I would probably go Matthews, uh, Matthew Kachuk. Second over line. Oh well, yeah, obviously over line. Yeah, but like go, over like Sergachev. Yep, I would. I would actually take Charlie McAvoy over Sergachev. Damn, interesting. Um, I may have Carter Hart in my top five. Yeah. Um, Debrinkat? No, I would take Sergachev over Debrinkat. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see that for so sure. So that's, I would, I would go Matthews. Sam Gerard? Ka- no. Matthews, Kachuk, McAvoy, Hart, Sergachev. Interesting. That's a, that's a really, okay, okay. Mm, maybe replace Dubois with Sergachev. Like, I'd have that debate. But to me, like, Matthews is far and away the best player Oh, of player course. Draft, He's one of the best players I, in the league. I would take Kachuk second. But Carter Hart, to me, is, like, a non-negotiable. Because we've seen how he's developed. Like, that's a non-negotiable top five player for me. I'm trying to see In the same way that in, like, Vasilevsky's year, like, he goes top five, too. He probably goes one. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. I'm just looking on Twitter now for, for some others. Oh, <sighs> I've got a... Um, We're, okay, this is my favorite one. Not, not, like, favorite one, but this is one I'm interested in. So what's the worst adaption of your favorite story? I don't have one. Yeah, you're not a big movie person, but like, there's nothing. There's nothing like no books you read, and then you were then you ended up seeing the movie and you were disappointed. No. No, I know you have one. Well, I'm, I like I'm I'm all about comics, and yeah. so my fa- like my favorite story in comics is The Dark Knight Returns. Or no, it's not my favorite, but it's one of the best. Okay. 
it, I would say it's that is the comic book. This is we're gonna get real nerdy here for a second. So that's the comic book that re like that brought back Batman back because the '60s as much as awesome as the '60s TV, like TV show is, it's super campy and all that. It's a zip zap pow like you know all that kind of stuff. The Dark Knight Returns is li- the exact opposite of that. You know, it's it's years it's years in the future. Batman's retired because Robin died, and you know, and there's a new uh, there's a new gang that's taking over called the Mutants. And he has to come out of retirement and it's bloody, it's brutal. And then in the second, and then so Batman comes back, which rehab, like, which was sort of, cause the Joker is also in a catatonic state when Batman went away. Cause the Joker needs Batman to survive. And so when Batman comes back, the Joker comes out and they have their final showdown and Batman sort of half cracks Joker or half snaps Joker's neck, which is a, like a big deal because Batman doesn't kill. And then the Joker cracks it the rest of a, the rest of fully killing himself being like, they'll never believe that you didn't that you didn't kill me, um, right. which is cool. But then the president who in the book is, cause this is written in the eighties in the book is Ronald Reagan sent Superman to go tell Batman to s- stop doing stuff. And they have this big fight and it's a seminal moment. And Batman kicks Superman's ass because he's smart and uses kryptonite and everything. And the best line of that is, I want you to remember this Clark in all our, in, in all your private moments. I want you to remember the one man who beat you and it's him. He's just a normal yeah. mortal, but he ended up kicking Superman's ass because he's, you know, Batman He's prepared for everything. And so what I fucking hated about Batman vs Superman, which I think that movie has good parts in it. The warehouse scene, best Batman actually scene we've ever seen. I think Ben Affleck is a fantastic Batman at that point in his life. Very comic accurate, but that Batman also kills people. Sucks. And they jammed every important. They jammed so many important comic moments into that one movie that they wasted them. Because another famous story is the death of Superman. This happened in the '90s, where this this alien called Doomsday comes to Earth and literally. No one can stop. He plows through the entire Justice League and it's just Superman left. And he essentially goes like, I need, and Superman's all, I need to save, like, I need to save humanity. Like, that's, that's why I'm here. And I'm going to, I'm going to, but this fight will kill me. And he dies. Yeah. And he comes back to life eventually later because no one really dies for, for like permanently right. in comics. But that was, this was a big event because he didn't come back for a long time. Right. And they literally shoved the Dark Knight Returns and the death of Superman into that one into that one movie before the Justice League was even a like a thing. So you can't do the death of Superman now because the whole point of the death of Superman is what happens to the Justice League now? How do they process their leader and most powerful member's death? They just wasted it. And with the Dark Knight Returns, you didn't like you should have set up a movie where Batman is is going is going a step too far. He's going over the line. Superman has to try and shut him down, even though they're friends. And then eventually they have to fight. Like they should have the stakes were they just shoved everything. The, what what was what was so good about Marvel is that they literally spent ten years meticulously building this world to the point where we knew who the characters were, we knew what the stakes were, and we were desperately waiting for these two people, like these two characters, to meet and play off each other and see you know who are th- these two characters with people. Anyone, like oh. anyone in the Marvel Universe. But DC tried to just skip all over that. God. And it just, so that, like, those are two incredible comic stories, and they ruined them both in one movie. Pissed me off. Nice. Um, who's the best-looking Hughes brother? Sent from at 69420Tomo. Jack. Jack? Yeah. yeah. Oh, everyone's into Jack. Not the best hockey player. No. Quinn is the best hockey player. But everyone's, everyone's simping over if Jack. If you could go back and witness one sporting event, what would it be? Fuck, that's good. Oh, Kaylee Chung sent me this. Oh, I love Kaylee. Great TikToks. You should follow Kaylee Chung on TikTok. Um, fuck, that's a really good question. Before we answer this, how about we say what's what is your best live sporting experience? 
Like, what's your, I, I'm going to, and then we'll answer, you know, what sport moment you want to come back. Like, what's like. I have way too many. But what's like, if you can distill it into one, what is it? I don't know. Like, I genuinely don't know. Because I've seen, like, World Junior Gold. I've seen uh, World Cup of Hockey Gold. Like, I saw Canada. I was at the ACC for that. Mm-hmm. TFC MLS Cup was massive. Yeah. Uh, for me. Um, watching Germany in the World Cup. Yeah, I would say so. That'd yeah. be crazy. Mine, mine isn't actually like a championship game or anything because I haven't really been to any like in live. I, I mean, covering the college. My stepdad and mom were at the Jose Bautista game. That's nuts. Yeah, my, my and, and in the section the ball went. My best friend Patrick was at that game too, and I was worried about his life. Um, it was literally it wasn't a championship game. It wasn't anything special. It was just my family. One of the last vacations I ever took as a family was to Chicago, one of the most beautiful cities ever. And it was just it was just an afternoon game, beautiful, pristine day at Wrigley Field. I love Wrigley. You could it, Wrigley like the, my hot take is that Wrigley's better than Fenway. That's not a hot take. It's objectively. It fact. is. It is. It's awesome. You can see ghosts on the field, basically. It's like, amazing. I you did f- like this. My cousin organized this like private tour because mm-hmm. she her friend like works for the Cubs or something like that. And we got this, like, private tour where we, like, got to walk out on the field and, like, go in the dugout, in the locker rooms, like, everything. Like, it was really cool. But if I could go back and watch one sporting event, this is little me coming out. Like, the, like the little kid in me. Mm-hmm. I would go back to 19, 1967. I want to watch the Leafs win the Cup. My mom was a year old when the Leafs won the Cup. Not even. Like, eight months old. Like, I would, I would want to go back. I'd want to be, like, 12 years old. That's what I'd want to watch. That's, this is a really, really good question. Right? Like, I'm trying to think of, like, where I, I literally wasn't alive. Like, I was alive when Crosby scored the golden goal. Mm-hmm. I was alive. We all saw it. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, but, uh, there, but the one thing I haven't been alive for is that. I've seen Byron win champions. Like, like physically with my eyes mm-hmm. twice, I've seen it. I've seen the Germans win the World Cup. I've seen. So you have nothing to complain about if you've seen. I've never, other than the Raptors, I've never seen a team that I cheer for win. Bayern is expected to. People get fired if they lose two games in a row. Yeah, how nice is that that you get to be the cheer cheering for that team? Oh man, only good team I cheer for. I wasn't a fan of them at the time, just because. The whole reason why I'm a Saints fan is because I was playing hockey and I fucked my shoulder up like crazy. And while I was recovering from it and really down, I read Drew Brees' book and he had the exact same thing happen to him. And I really admired the leader in person he was until, you know, a lot of like until essentially he shared his ideas on, you know, masks, racial. No, not masks, just racial injustice. He's not an anti-masker. He's not an anti-masker. I don't think he's just like he just he had to do the back because he was fucking COVID was a hoax. I feel like no, he didn't. He didn't. Don't put I'm that. confusing him with somebody you are, else. You are. In NFL, which, I mean... But I'm a huge New Orleans Saints fan because of that, and I would have loved to go back in 2009, only three years after Katrina, and watch them win the Super Bowl. Wasn't that the year they beat the Colts? Yes. In, yeah, see, I was... I was a, like, I'm a massive Peyton Manning fan, mm-hmm. and I was a Colts fan at that point because of Manning. And, like, I've seen... I saw Manning Brady. I saw Manning Breeze. Like, <sighs> like it... But, yeah, I could see how you'd want to see that. It was... It would be great. Like, okay. Someone asked, what would the, how would the perfect movie look for me? I don't know. I don't know. Like how, I guess we could just sort of frame this question. Like, what is your favorite movie? <laughs> like the perfect movie for me, anything with Florence Pugh. I'm in what's love with my favorite movie. <laughs> I don't know. You don't watch movies. Right. 
it's the Grinch. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> clearly. I have what? No, actually, Shrek. I can recite that movie. Shrek is like I know Elite. it's a meme, but it is one. It's probably the best anime movie ever made. Welcome to do walk. <laughs> Somebody, I love. I just oh, yeah. Oh, every time I watch that movie. Yeah, my roommate thinks both Shrek and the Grinch are stupid, and this is one of the reasons why I we might have to evict her. You've seen Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life, right? Yes. Of course, okay. I just didn't want, like, I, I was going to show you that. Shrek I didn't wanna... is the perfect movie. Yeah, it's just... Because there's adult humor, but there's also kid humor. Oh, yeah. The adult humor it's... is out of this world. There's a small dick joke in it. Like, yeah, it's crazy. it's compensating for something. Exactly. Um, for me, obviously, The Dark Knight. That's a perfect movie. I, I was lucky enough to watch it in theaters again recently because Cineplex back when theaters were open would like bring back movies for a very short amount of time. And then you also got to watch it the first time I saw yes. it. Yes. But, but seeing that movie again in theaters ruined any other, like I'll just no other comic book movie will, I remember, okay, like I'm biggest Batman fan ever. I have a poster of the movie hanging I'm right there. Yeah. Right it's, it's amazing. I had the special DVD edition of it with, that comes in a little Batman mask that has like the director commentary and Christian Bale and all that kind of stuff. It's amazing. Know everything about it. Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker is the best modern villain and uh, the best villain in modern media. It's incredible. That like, I remember when that movie came out, I waited in line for like four hours. I had to sit in the aisle, went with my dad and I watched that movie four times in theaters. Oh my God. I can recite every line from that movie. You're like me with Shrek. Yeah, but like to an extreme. Like I love, I watch that movie when I'm sad. I watch the movie when I'm happy. I watch it when I'm sick. I watch it when I'm healthy. You know, anything. I watch Shrek probably twice a I'll month. I'll probably so. watch it tonight again. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it is the perfect movie. I, I, li- I, yeah, li- movie. I live yeah, my life. I live my life based on quotes from that movie. You know, some men just want to watch the world burn. You either die here or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. It's amazing. Okay. Are rhinos just unicorns? Are, no, the question was, are rhinos just fat unicorns? Rhinos are, I think they're the deadliest animal. I'm pretty sure there's a stat that rhinos are the deadliest animal. Like, well, you know what? Maybe or hippos. If, that might be hippos, maybe actually. Maybe if poachers weren't trying to kill them all the time, they wouldn't be so deadly. That might be hippos. I Actually, if you're a poacher and like I read something I don't about think, you dying, you deserve it. I don't think we have a lot of poachers listening to our podcast. No, but I you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I see poachers, whether it's like lions or elephants, and they're like, oh, they got trampled. And I'm like, good. Like, yeah. good. Man. So, I don't know. No. Unicorns are different. They're more majestic. Rhinos are kind of just scary, and they have a big thingy on their nose. Big Unicorns is, big like, horn. on their head. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel I, like narwhals are water unicorns. Thanks, Mr. Narwhal. <laughs> Hope you find your dad. Hope you find your dad, buddy. Um, I know you don't watch movies a ton, but what's your favorite guilty pleasure movie? This is a question from me. Like like a movie that Can I just say Happiest Season is my second favorite oh, Christmas movie Happiest behind Season the rocks. You made me watch that and it was fantastic. I, I lo- it's like as your best friend, I should have created a safe space mm-hmm. for you to feel comfortable. Dan Levy is great. Oh, he's fantastic. He's fantastic. In Shit's Creek and the Happiest Season. Way to stick it to the patriarchy. Yeah. Really well done. Um no, that's a fantastic Guilty movie. pleasure movie. Like a movie that like that, you know, people would judge you for liking, but you watch it anyway because you enjoy it. Austin Powers. No, people won't judge you for watching that. Oh my god, I've been judged so hard. People for won't, Austin like Powers. mine is the High School Musical franchise. Love those. Okay, who doesn't? But like, people will judge me for that. I don't if give you a shit. if you don't like High School Musical, you couldn't date either one of us. No, not it's exactly. non-negotiable. Like, that's, yeah, that's a non-negotiable. I I love those movies. My friend, my Patrick and I, we've done you know review podcasts for all three of them. 
Two is, in my opinion, the best one. Yes, that's um, the correct opinion. Yes, it's fantastic. I remember seeing High School Musical 3 in theaters with my sister. Um, oh, Guilty Pleasure. I don't know. I think The Grinch. That or Christmas with the Cranks. That's a great movie. And people, people shit on me. Mer- James Myrtle gives me so much shit for this all the time. It is a great movie. We, my, my family has a tradition where we get McDonald's on Christmas Eve and we watch that movie. I don't even get McDonald's on Christmas Eve. We do. We did that once because we were really hungry and there was nowhere else open but McDonald's and we got it and we thought this is a great tradition. And so we do that every Christmas Eve. We watch, we get McDonald's and we watch Christmas with the Cranks and it, Christmas with the Cranks is a great movie. See, I don't know. Like, like, I don't know, like probably some Disney princess, Monsters Inc. Okay. Yeah. I'll say, I'll, I'll give you that. Monsters Inc. I've had people tell me that Devil I remind Wears them. Devil Wears Prada. I love that movie. Ooh, that's a good movie. Love that movie. I have people tell me that I remind them of Boo. Like, just the facial expressions. Yeah, I can see that. Like, the child facial expressions, whereas, like, I've also had people tell me that I remind them of David from Schitt's Creek because of my facial expressions and hand motions. Mm-hmm. This, uh, this, question, this next question comes from Dom LeCision. How tall is Mike Stevens? Okay, so we're going to put tall out enough, a chart. Tall enough to party. Yes. Tall enough to go on... I'm tall enough for your roller mom. Roller coasters. Michael. Owned. Um, not yours, Dom's. <laughs> Come on. Uh, no, my, yeah. I'm five foot five. I'm five foot ten and a half. Okay, so I'm five foot four and a half. Five. I'm a hockey five five. I'm five foot ten and a half. Okay. Um, all right, last one before we get into the Kovalev shift, which is the pickup lines. Are steering wheels a turn on? <laughs> I mean. Fellas. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't get into your car if it didn't have a steering wheel. You've gotten into your car without a steering wheel I before. have. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't get into the car. They're definitely a plus, I'd say. I, I would sure. say, yeah, they're definitely a plus, uh, a borderline necessity. Um, thank you to the individual in my life who mm-hmm. helped you out with that. Got me a plush steering wheel recently. <laughs> uh, it's like one of those ones you could just like hang yeah. in your car. I'm like, thank you for that. Also, yes, thank you to the two individuals who helped me that night. Um, yeah, it, it's a it's a plus if you have a steering That's great. wheel. Yeah. Yes. I would hope so. Okay. All right. Now you, you've gotten to know Mikey and I, so if you, you feel know everything like about us, you want to go. Uh, uh, oh my God, we forgot to do the one thing we were supposed to do. What? How did we meet, Mikey? Oh, that's a good. That's oh yeah, the story. Okay. We'll keep this quick. We're already at two hours. So we owe this to Steve Dangle. Yes. So Steve Backstory Steve had a book Steve had a book um, Rachel came home from Germany Two days before Yeah The launch And Steve was hosting a launch party And invited I invited my He invited myself to go It was very You know Very limited group of people So I was very He invited a jet lagged Rachel Yeah Very honored he Invited <laughs> you Invited me Went Sasky Stewart was there And Sasky Stewart And I ended up Bumping into you And just start like Making conversation and we ended up talking. I was like, hi, I'm Mike Stevens. And because there are literally like 50 Mike Stevenses on Twitter, you initially assumed that I was one of the Mike Stevens who was like harassing you on Twitter. Because that one guy, remember I showed you the tweets? Yeah. He was like yeah. legitimately harassing There, me. There's another Mike Stevens on Twitter who like, he'll sometimes he'll tweet really sus stuff. And I have to like literally quote tweet it being like, I'm not the Mike Stevens who tweeted this. Yeah. Like he, he tweeted a, a, a picture of like him like um, tenderizing like a, I think it was like some veal. Oh. Like, just for, like, veal cutlets or whatever. But yeah. the caption was, like, just beating my meat. <laughs> and I'm like, I am not the Mike Stevens who tweeted this, even though that's hilarious. That is something you would text me, though. That, that's, something I, <laughs> yeah. that's something I do for okay, sure. Okay, so we strike up a conversation. 
Yes. So we start every conversation. And I we, figure out he's not the one harassing yeah. me. So I'm immediately like, and the best, okay. the best compliment, like, like, because at that time I was still at Fansided. I was really bummed about where I was, like in in my life and career, like where I was yeah. still at school, just grinding away. I felt like I was spinning my wheels in the media place. I remember you told me like you would use when you were in New Jersey, you would use my art, my Marley's articles, to help with scouting. Yes. And that was like holy shit, like that. I did. That's amazing. I'm so, not gonna lie, I copied and pasted a little bit. Well, great. You had permission. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. I mean, so we ended up just, just striking up a conversation. Saski Stewart was there. And getting to know each other, we took a great picture with uh, Steve's cutout. Oh, my God. We did. Yeah. And then we just started. And then, and then you drove me home. Yeah. So at the end of the night, yeah. like, I'm getting ready to leave. And Mikey's like, I'm going to take the train. I'm going to take like, the go train. Um, it's, it's like 1130, 1130 at night. 1130. Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah. Um, and he was like, well, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going home, question mark. Like, but, but I'm like, I don't I'm know where that is. I'm jet lagged and very tired. Um, and I was like, where do you have to go? And he's like, all right, I got to go to... Kensington Market. Ken- yeah, Kensington. So I said, okay, listen, we're driving across the 401. Yeah. I will drop you off at the Don Mill subway station, um, which is like on my way home. Mm-hmm. And you could take the subway from there. And it probably cut like, what, an hour? Oh off. my God. Helped me so much. Um, so, and then we just ended up talking about everything about life in the car and realized like, this is a, a dope friendship. Yeah. And, and ever since then, ever since then, like it's been a vibe. We've been best buds. And yeah. then we started this and it's going we've pretty sent well. All manner of memes to each oh other. Oh my God. We've yeah. vented to each other. We've both called each other for various heartbreaks. Yeah. We know, you know, everything about each other, you know, deepest, darkest secrets. I know yours. Like, yeah. Like it's we great. can sewer each other easily. Oh my God. I'm going to blackmail the shit out of you one yeah, day. It's going to be great. great. Um, yeah. So that's how we met. Mm-hmm. And then, um, just decided to reboot the podcast. Yeah. So like we owe, we owe this podcast and our friendship to Steve. Yeah. Like without, without him, I don't know. Like I would just we be wouldn't. one of the Mike Stevenses that were, that are harassing you on Twitter. Yeah. So I'm glad we cleared that up. Yep. So it's really nice. Let's All get right. into the Kovalev let's shift. Get, yes, let's do it. Kovalev was a great shot. Scores! Alex Kovalev! Scores! It's Kovalev! Kovalev scores! Oh, All right, Rachel. So you also asked them to send some pickup lines to you. Yes. Let's read a few of your favorites. Because we don't, like, we're not going to get mad. These are just some funny ones that people sent to you. Yes. Let's, let's. Let's see what the best that they got. Let's go. Okay. I'm no mathematician, but I'm pretty good with numbers. I'll rate them as a guy. Tell you what, give me yours and watch what I can do with it. That's good. I like that one. Hon- I'll be honest with you. If someone said this to me, I would give them my number. I like that one. That's clever. Like, it's not, it's not, it's not pervy either. No. Like, you can say whether you like it or not, and I'll say whether or not I'd give them, like, the time of day. Yeah. Or no, I, I'll say, like, whether or not I would say that. Like, right. I would ever use it. I would I would give someone my number if yeah. they came with that. Now, if you say it to me, that's not the same. No, but that that's that's but pretty person, good, man. But in person, if you the stones to walk up to me and say that, a hundred percent. That's pretty good, man. I like Unless that. Unless you were very creepy. Also, like yourself. one of it's the opposite of a deal breaker. Like just people shooting the shot. Like I respect that. I respect it. As long as you're not really creepy about it. Yeah, like even if it's like a like as a guy, like if it's a girl, go for it. Like I've gotten some weird I've gotten some weird pickup lines, but I've gotten a lot of like really nice ones and. Like, I, I think we should just kind of cut down the gender barrier or the, the gender yeah. norm of, like, the guy has to make the first move. Like, if you Doesn't like someone, put it out there. Yeah. Um, all right. Next one. Hey, want to go to my place and participate in open source spreadsheet management? That's hey, do you not terrible, a- man. No, do you that. not understand it? Oh, spreadsheet. Ah. Open source 
spreadsheet. Spread ah, so you want to bang. That's that's good, but it's also like, that's too nerdy for me. I would never say that. I would see, that, I didn't get it originally, but then I thought about it and I was like, fuck, that's clever. Would you, would you give them that's your number? clever. I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> because if, I'm picturing that coming out drunkenly and I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I'd go home with this. It person. also depends on the, like, what the person... But it is a good line. It also depends on what the person looks like, too. Like, if you're... Like, you have to be a certain type of person to be able to do like that. Like, if a frat boy walked up to me and said that, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my face. No, but, like, if a hot, like, if a hot person said that, I feel like it would work. Like... It, or if it was, like, a cute, nerdy person, that would work. Yeah. Um, someone okay. sent this to me. Next one. And... I howled. It's a good one. I hope you brought your library card because I'm checking you out. That's good. It's not pervy either. It's just like... Okay, so I have had this said. Really? Yeah. Okay. Rachel, are you coronavirus because you take my breath away? <laughs> okay. Little, little <laughs> insensitive on that part. Okay, but it's funny. That is funny. If you slid into my DMs with that, I would probably answer that. Just okay. because it's funny. I'm into that. Would um, you use it? No, okay. never. I wouldn't like I don't use like lines and literally That's just true. like, hey, what's up? I know this is out of the blue, but you want to go for a drink? If not, totally cool. If yes, See that'd be great. Um, OK, Rachel, are you wearing NASA space pants? Because that ass is out of this world. <laughs> I mean, would you use that? Absolutely not. <laughs> I have had people walk up to me and say that about my ass, but. Me too, man. Everyone loves my ass. Um. I mean, I admire the creativity there. I will say that. Mm-hmm. I admire that creativity. You gotta. You gotta respect the hustle. Yeah, I there. respect that. Um, I could picture, like, some athlete walking up to me and saying that. So ones I've gotten recently on my end, someone just messaged me and said, you look like a knockoff Pete Blackburn. Which, I'll take that as a compliment in the sense that, like, Pete's a good-looking guy, but a knockoff? Come on. That's tough. Yeah, I don't love that. Another one was... I want someone to look at me the way you look at Trevor Moore. That, That's a good one. I respect. That works. Um, see, like, I had someone say, like, I know Damon Severson is number one on your list, but do I have a chance of being number two? Mm-hmm. And I literally replied with, ha, actually, Mike Johnson is number one on my list, but yeah. thank you for coming. No, I didn't actually say it, but I was like, he's not even number one. Let me look through my, see if there's any interesting but, ones. And that clearly shows he listens to the podcast, because this is a Damon Severson fan club here. Of course. Um, okay, the other one we need to bring up, because... <laughs> Sean and Sam and a few others really went at it. Oh yeah. In our replies about this. Yeah. Um the feet and sugar daddy pickup lines. Yeah. Okay, so if you haven't seen Kylie Brakeman on Twitter has a video and it's like what every woman's DMs look like. And it's And someone true. said it to me who has seen my DMs cuz like we've gone through them sometimes like it's like one of my very best friends. And she's like these are this is like these are your DMs. And she sent it to me, and I sent it, like, to one, or no, I tweeted it. I'm like, this is, these are my DMs. And my one friend from Vancouver uh, messaged me, and he was like, feet, feet, send me feet. Yeah, and yeah, I classic. Died. So when we put the call out, he literally replied under the thread, feet, feet, send me feet. And then he replied again. He was like, hello, baby, <laughs> I am a sugar daddy. <laughs> like, okay, if you slide into my DMs asking for feet pics, Rest assured. You're not getting them. A, you will be count yourself lucky if you don't get blocked. Mm-hmm. Do not ask. Oh, speaking of this, do not ask for feet photos. Do not ask for underwear because the the level of creepy 
that is exhibited by these like I will pay you five hundred dollars for a pair of your underwear. Like that's weird. That's fucked, man. That's so weird. And like I know a bunch of people who would consider that, but like no. 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 No thanks. No, 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 no. Like the the, the sugar daddy pickup lines, like in my DMs are, are That's fucked. I have so I have like message requests, right? Yeah. So that you can DM me. But then the odd time when I'm bored, I will go, like, show more. Because that shows the ones that, like, get filtered out because mm-hmm. of content. And, like, wow. I am... Every time I do it, I'm like, why did I do this to myself? Like, please don't... And also, don't send me photos. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want your dick pics. Yeah. I... Not a good call. There's nothing worse than an unsolicited dick pic. I don't understand why guys do that. Like, from my perspective, there's a great John Mulaney quote where it's, anyone who's seen my dick or met my parents needs to die. And it's... <laughs> and it's the same way. Like, I don't understand why guys just, like, open with that. Like, what did you... What do you expect her to, to be like? Like, oh, wow. Like, or even... Wow, let me or, come over. Like, no, Or if there's happening. no... Or if there's no, uh, no, like, words with it, it's just, like, speaks for itself. Like, no, that's... Don't, like, what are you doing, oh, well, man? I've shown you some of the DMs I've got. That Unfortunately, I had to see a bunch of dicks and it sucked. <laughs> and I know that's, it's infinitely worse for you, but like, <laughs> geez. It's, it's, I, oh, to- I actually, a guy messaged me the other day and was like, um, you have really beautiful eyes. And it was through Instagram. And if you've been through my Instagram feed, I'm wearing sunglasses in, in 90% most of, them. Yeah. of my photos. Like, it's rough, man. It's rough. It's rough. It's rough. Like, I've been told I have nice eyes, but, like, I'm wearing sunglasses in almost every photo. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think what else. I don't know. Like, I don't really use pickup lines. I, I don't either. I also have never not once slid into anyone's DMs. I have. But, like, respectfully. Yeah. Like, I would say, okay, so people have slid into my DMs. Um, and I'm talking, like, flirtation. Yes, of course. People slide in all the time that, like, ask questions or whatever. That's not the same thing. There is only one person. Who has slid into my DMs. Yeah. Where it has... Like it paid off. It worked. Yeah, yeah. And it really worked. But, like, that was because it wasn't fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't weird. It was just a normal, like, you could tell that he was flirting. It was fine. Yeah. But, like, Lord have mercy. Like, some of the things are just... If you want to entertain me, fine. But, like, I don't want to see your feet. I don't want to see your dick. Yeah. I don't want to send you pictures of my feet. There are pictures of my feet on my Instagram because, I, Lord, I was on a bikini rampage this you summer. You're having your uncle summer. Exactly oh, what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I was really into that. Um, so you could just go look there. Mm-hmm. I reactivated my Hinge profile recently just because I was bored. And one of my prompts is it's like a new it's a new girl quote. And it's, you know, all I ask is that you. And then my thing is. Stop being so mean to me or I swear to God, I'm going to fall in love with you. Yes. And I've gotten a lot of funny responses to that in the sense that people will just be like, fuck you to start the conversation. Because like being like being mean to me to try and make that's me fall in love with them. And so like it's funny, but it's also like sometimes I'll forget that that's on there and I'll just open it and I'll look at I'll look at like my matches and it'll be a message from someone being like, I hate you, you. you suck or something like that. I'm just like, what? Oh, yeah. OK, so this is good. Um, but yeah, that's kind of creative. I like that. It's good. Yeah. I like to have some fun See, with that. Like, every so often I will screenshot Ugh. some stuff and send it to you. And undoubtedly every time the response is like, I'm so sorry that my gender is the way it is. I just want to say like, look, live your life the way you want to. 
but if you have on your on your profile like on on a dating app profile or a hinge profile i'm looking for the pam to my gym for the office get rid of it get rid of it if you if on your dating profile it's like i'm looking for um one guy actually said i'm looking for an open relationship and no. i was like that it's more so. mine's more like I'm over like like the prompts like you could do you could have I like to have fun with them but some people are like I'm overly competitive about everything or you know I uh, some like I get if you love your dog that's great but like shouldn't be your only personality trait too like there's some people who are like you know like their entire thing is just like I love my dog my dog like blah 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 and I love your dog and it's five pictures and it's it Um, there's another there's some like if you like friends don't put that on your dating profile. Because Friends is a terrible oh, show. I also had someone put, I'm overly passionate about slamming you against a wall and Damn. kissing you. And I was like, whoa, jeez, that's aggressive. I'd rather people just be like fun with it or like super open, but just don't, I don't know. Yeah, like mine is like, what do you order for the table? I'm like, okay, charcuterie and calamari. Yeah. Like just straight up about it. Or like, what's your favorite drink? Goslings and Coke. Like, hmm I don't. I also don't really use dating apps. I'm yeah. I just only Mike re- knows reactivated this. it. I am unresponsive to texts on most of the days, and like I answer him because mm-hmm. like we have the show. We together. have a business. But like, like he will see me routinely pick up my phone, look at it, put look it back at down. texts, and f- put it back down. There's mm-hmm. maybe how many people? If you had a guess, okay. How many people? Where if a text comes through from them, I will pick it up and respond right away. Not very many. Like three, maybe. Three that aren't... That like don't your ch- family like, members. Yeah, so three that aren't mom, dad, Michael, and Katerina. Mm-hmm. Like th- three? Maybe? Maybe. Like, I don't know. I, I would respond to a text from Katerina, so... I'm sure you would. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Katerina is my significantly more attractive sister. <laughs> Big fan. She's also dating a prince. I know. It hurts me every day. Um, Actually, he's a movie star, and no, that isn't a joke. Um, damn shame. But yeah, like I'm, I'm so nonchalant. But I'm that person. So you have a bunch of unread texts. Yeah, I'm I have the person. Thirty-one where, unread texts. So right I'm the person that like the red numbers gives me anxiety. Mm-hmm. So like people have like four thousand unread emails, like. I have 2,000 right now. It, it, it actually, like, I would not be able to manage that. Like, I would have a full panic attack. Yeah. I will open the message just to get rid of the number and then outright forget and not respond. I have a panic so attack responding people, to people. I am sorry. I'm sure they forgive you. Do you have anything else to cover? Or we are over two hours in, so should we end we off should, the show? We should wrap it up. Yeah. All right. Well. I am going to go and nap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too, I think. I had a, had a wild night last night. So, and we will have some fun stuff we, coming when we're back. Yeah, so like, we're we're gonna take fun. we're gonna take the next week off, but we have some very very interesting um, announcements, some fun announcements. The show is going, it's going, it's vibing, it's vibing. We're uh, we're on a great track here. So we want to just like because this might be the last time before we uh, uh, we talk to you even before New Year's. So we just want to say thank you so much for listening, for making this what it is. You know, this is my favorite part of the week. I'm, I think it's yours as well. Hopefully, yep. Um, and we love talking to you, and I, we hope that, you know, because there wasn't a ton of hockey talk on this podcast, at least on this episode, that you're okay with that. But And you got to know us a little bit more. Yeah, but thank you for, like, sending these things in. Thank you for all the nice feedback. I was really worried when the show came back that I was going to get a lot of hate because I wasn't Ian. And people being really, really nice and really supportive of it. And send us your bingo cards. Yeah, and send us your bingo cards. Um, but, yeah, I just want to say thank you to that. Thank you for not 
you know, bullying me off the show and, and accepting. There's you only know, one person allowed to bully Mike, and it's me. Yes. But accepting me onto the show, it, it's been really nice. And maybe Dom. <laughs> and Dom. Well, Dom bullies me all the time, man. Like, it's it's crazy. But, yeah. I So, this has been, this has been such a, such a, just shitty year. But this was a nice way to kind of end it off. Um, with starting the show with Rachel and being able to talk to you. So if you and if you have anything you want to hear on the podcast, anything you want to see, any directions you want us, to, you know, you want us to take it or anything like that, let us know because you're kind of what powers this. So we're very open to insight and we're very open to to what you guys like. So we will be back in mm-hmm. two weeks. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Stay safe, please. Wear a mask. Yes, uh, you can find the show on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it on. Uh, iTunes and Apple Podcasts, same thing. You can find it on Spotify, any podcatcher ever. You can follow Rachel at Rachel Dory on Twitter at me at Mikey Stevens eighty one. The podcast at Staff and Graph or at Staff Graph, sorry, and Manscaped. Go to Man- use this promo code Staff Graph for twenty percent off your next order plus free shipping. It's a great present for anyone you know who has balls. And on that note, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to whatever you're celebrating. Happy New Year. Stay safe.